Well, first of all, I want to plug three nows. You know, if you haven't got it yourself, your uh, Christian athleisure, make sure you get out there. Check out Three Nows Clothing. Uh, founder's my best friend. Hey, you're going to love this stuff. Uh, second of all, if you need a new roof on your house, all right, and uh, hit your boy up. Your, your boy's a, a licensed inspector now, so I can hop up on that roof, inspect your roof, and then we can get you a brand new roof for the price of your deductible. Damn. Get you a $10,000 roof, $20,000 roof. For the price of your deductible, so if your deductible is a thousand bucks, you can pay a thousand bucks for brand new roof. Can't beat that. Do, Can't uh, beat that. Where, where do they reach you at? Uh, just hit me up on Instagram. Uh, it's I don't even know what my Instagram. I, it's just Giovanni Lopez underscore. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to Fifty Shades of Boucher. On this episode, we had Giovanni Lopez. Yes, the man himself was back. Uh, Giovanni was on one of the first episodes of Fifty Shades of Boucher, and I messaged him and said hey man do you want to come back on and 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 catch up and that was a great combo bunch of random shit a lot of good laughs and just kind of catching up and and seeing what's going on in in, uh everyday life in 2021 so please like subscribe share tell your friends tell your family tell anybody who you think is going to enjoy a podcast but get 50 shades of boucher out there you can find it on every major platform for podcasting and uh hopefully a sponsor coming near you my hips can move but like as far as them being like you know, being explosive. Yeah. Nah. For a guy with two kids, man, I don't have any explosivity in my fucking <laughs> hips. Robert better not get in my face. Because I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation, and his jokes are terrible. And I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man. You're a bishop, for God's sakes. There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled God. That's that the one? Butter. You can probably hear me like turning. Do you hear this? Uh yeah, you get a little bit, but that's all right. I like I like being I like you know hearing like you're in the room. Yeah. You know. And so, uh, if you want to position that just a little bit more toward, yeah, you can get a little closer. Right there? Yeah, that works perfect. Right there's good. Right there's good. Yeah, just talk with, uh, talk, talk like we're, uh, like it's almost hard to hear in here. You know, like, like you can kind of, you can kind of use it, your voice here. So just like talk loud? Perfect. Yeah, because like I feel like the, the thing is, like, everyone thinks because it's a microphone, you get it synced yeah. in, but really. Yeah, like whispering into it like that. Actually, if you get that close and talk normal, that's perfect. That's right. Be like, yeah, bro. Dude, that's how I pick it up much better. Can you even hear me this far? I can hear you much, but now use your real voice. Yo, what's up, man? Dude, that's perfect. That like, cause like I know that sounds so weird, but when you translate I feel it, like I'm sniffing the mic this close though. You can they'll still put it down a little bit, cause it'll pick it up. There you go. See now you can talk. Was that? Is that the one? You can bring it Is up a little bit. It's, it's, they're not the best mics in the world, but right there, yeah. Right there? Right where it can kind of cover your mouth because then then it, it, it it's picking up the best way. So, so you're good. I'll All right, sure. bet. Let's I'll do this. I'll make sure to turn this shit up too. Get this shit off. All right, one more time. Check, check. Yes, check. We, we are even. So even if I'm a calm, like I always try to match my voice to yours, but I know like I'll eventually raise mine, mm-hmm. and then it's like, ah, shit. But that's why, like, I'll kind of the nice. I, I the next setup I want to get is is everyone's headphones are on, 
because then I can do an intro to start the show where everyone hears it and uh, kind of gets you into a vibe. Yeah, yeah. Gets into a little vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the one I have now is it, I don't know if you've listened. It's uh, it's a couple of movie quotes, and I don't know if I'm ever gonna get sued, but I, I don't think you can get sued until you make money, which I'm probably <laughs> never gonna get sued then. <laughs> but maybe just for the rights for the for what I'm using. But it's a couple things off of like. Uh, I think uh, I've heard it. There's like, yeah, there's a couple movie quotes. Yeah, going Caddy, on I, made, I made the one Instagram post that that had the actual like, you know, it, it was it. But I, I I tweaked it a little bit, made some things louder. But it was a Step Brothers quote, you know, Robert better not fuck with me. I, I, yeah. I thought that was funny. He's my name. Then it goes into uh, you know a, a Caddyshack reference. Of, you know, uh, the, the, when the bishop. You ever seen Caddyshack? Uh-uh. So uh, there's a there's a bishop there, and he's you know at the at the course all the time, and. Uh, rainstorms coming and Bill Murray's his fucking caddy and that's where the big uh I don't think the heavy stuff's coming down for a little while and it's piss pouring <laughs> rain but this dude he's a bishop he's having the game of his life yeah well, like in the last hole or something he hits a fucking putt it just misses and he curses God with the fucking uh, putter in his fucking hand and he gets struck by lightning <laughs> so then he becomes an alcoholic disavows the church and he's drunk and he's at the bar and, and the guy walks in you know how's your evening at your excellency and the guy's like just just drinking it away and he's like you know you're a bishop for god's sake and he's like there is no god and i was like ah it's a kind of funny thing for me because a part of the bit of the show is i'm, I'm not religious we've talked yeah. about that a little bit yeah and uh so it, it's kind of just like it it to me, it was like, ah, oh, it's a funny bit. It plays into what I like, and it, it's a funny funny movie that I actually fucking really love. Yeah. And then uh, it's the Owen Wilson, wow. Wow. And then uh, uh, Psycho. You remember Cool Runnings? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sitting there watching it with my kid, and and he looks at John Candy, and they're about to play the, the film, and he goes, you're on the air, sled god. And I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Yep. Like, I want that so fucking bad. And that's what got my tables turned. And I was like, all right, I'll make this shit. Dude, but that's it, a great movie, but it's uh, so underrated. Like, I, I'm trying to get Psycho on this podcast. Dude, that'd be great. Dude, dude, this podcast Tell is... Tell him bring his egg. Who can I... Yeah, I know, right? But I think that's, like, one of the things that he's probably, like, get the fuck away from me from. Like, he's he's wrote a book and shit. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, man. It probably helped, too, if I could remember his name and not call him si- Sanka. <laughs> if, if I really want to get him on the podcast. It's, it's D-something. I can't remember. But, uh, dude, that's kind of been the thing, man, is, is you know, I, I find these weird people on Instagram, and, and sometimes they'll say yes, and sometimes they'll... Uh, not even fucking read the thing, or sometimes yeah. they'll agree and then never come on. Uh, like I said, the the chick. Have you ever seen the? She's eating broccoli at a Virginia Tech game and she's all fucked up, and uh, she pulls broccoli out of her pocket and oh, she's yeah, yeah, sports. Yeah. I yeah. I had I've had conversations and she's agreed to come on the podcast, <laughs> but she doesn't give me a date. So I was like, come on, like don't do this to me, like like you know who Burt Kreischer is? Uh-uh. Uh he's a comedian on Netflix. He's got a show called The Cabin. Oh um, yeah, 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 I know who he the is. The machine. I don't know his name. Yeah, shirtless yeah. guy. Shirtless guy. Uh, yeah. His bus driver, funny as fuck, and he's always like telling stories and Bert's fucking stories. Like I got him to say yes. Dude, by the way, that show's dope. The cabin. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. dude. And uh, and uh, I was like, so I was like, fuck yeah, man. Like I'm just trying to get all these fucking people I can think that are just awesome. Like any stories, anything you got. Like you gotta get Marshall Lynch on here, dude. Okay, well this is, dude. I was just fucking stoked to get Burke. If I got Marshawn Lynch, man, that'd be that'd be I'd fucking die, dude. Dude, like, Marshawn would be a like Dude. But what could I get out of him? Like he told Peyton Manning he takes a shot and a half of Hennessy before each game and, and Peyton tried to get him out of it. He was like he's like, Oh, I shot a Gatorade and, he, and he's like, Gatorade? 
He's like, or or Tortorol. Tortorol. Yeah, yeah. He was it, a henny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He was trying to give him like an out, and he's like, no, no, no. We, I was taking. Uh, yeah, I'd take a shot, and he's like. You could just tell, like, was, like, was that like a bar in the locker room? Was like in my backpack, dude. And like Peyton Manning, can you imagine if Peyton Manning saw that? Do you think anybody did that with Peyton Manning in the locker room, or do you think that's Marshawn can get away with it, right? Dude, I He's... think everyone just has rituals. But do you of think what they do? Do you think he? Uh, I got a feeling like Peyton's a guy who, like, if you drop a pass because you took a shot of Hennessy, he's gonna let you know about it. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Like Pete Carroll, I feel like is like, all right, Marshawn's gonna Marshawn, and we know he's gonna Marshawn. Yep. You know, like I don't think there's too many guys who who could get away with that. You know, maybe if you're the punter. Because nobody gives a fuck what you do, you just have to go Unless out and make a punt. The fucking punt. Right, right, and and Missed they've the done snap. it, dude. There's been some like, there was a Vikings dude who had like a a 13 yard punt. It was like, get the fuck out of here. He was some backup they just brought up because we had to get rid of the first guy. It was yeah. like, fuck you. Like, who shows up and does a 13 yard fucking dude, punt? I can punt better than that. No shit. And like, I can't punt for dick, man. Sorry, can you hear take me up. breathing? No, no. Which is actually, I'm. I'm pretty surprised. Like you can hear like all the extras. Like you, you open the bottle and stuff, but mm-hmm. you're away enough that you're not picking up breathing. But um, that's what last time uh, people heard the podcast, they were like, "Yeah, bro, I can hear you breathing." You're like, <sighs> "Oh, well." That was also that was also when like again we were talking about it before. <laughs> Uh, glass table, fucking, we, everything, we, everything was turned the fuck up. up. Yeah, we didn't know what the board was doing. It, like, yeah, man, it was uh, it, it was a different time. Like I said, we got to or sitting here being able to Google and shit, and then getting a hookup and and mounting the TV. And for a while, I would run shit to the TV, and then it was just like ah, it's pointless. I'm gonna get a bigger uh monitor, and Big then I'll, I'll kind of flip it here so that way if anyone wants to look at something, because I like having. I like having something there. If I get a smaller TV, yeah. I will make this an electrical hazard and put a small TV running ESPN. That will be a fucking extension of the monitor, and I'll just have a big ass fucking monitor. But yeah, uh, yeah, don't just don't step on the blue wire, bro. You'll be alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna be burning out. Fucking, I had to make sure I buy the actual like surge protecting like fucking kill switch, uh, like um. Uh, out not outlet, but what the fuck extension outlet? You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Like I bought oh, the yeah, nice, the, yeah, like yeah, the like nice the one. the good ones yeah. that like have USB imports, so you don't have to charge a phone in it if you want to, you know, not bust your shit. Yeah. Like like shit that won't blow out my entire house if I and I got a house that uh if I plug my phone in and raise it high enough, it'll turn my upstairs lights on. <laughs> so I don't Wait, know what well, that. If you bring your phone too high up, yeah, man. Like I'm not shitting you. So if my phone is connected like into the into the wall and I raise it up. My my kids' lights upstairs will start going on and off, like depending how high I raise this. So I tried explaining this to my landlord. He didn't believe me. Next time he's over, I'm just gonna be like, "All right, bro, this is what I'm showing <laughs> bro, you." Just watch. Because I don't think this uh, A doesn't equal B over here, yeah. and the fact that this is flicking like a, a yes sign to this, mm. like someday I'm gonna come home to not a house, and <laughs> it's just it's just, just gonna rubble. yeah, man. And I don't have renter's insurance, but it's definitely like a cause for us to be like, we should definitely like look into that because you know I know like I can't get my dog back, but I'd like my TVs and shit back at least to remember <laughs> them about, you know. But yeah, man. Um, no, so what's up, man? I just have kids and uh, fucking hide out during the quarantine. What have you been up to? I mean, Dude, you're, you're. I've been. I. Still working. Yeah. So like, I'm working at Pinewood Elementary now. So it's okay. Like, I've painted there. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. I painted Tiny a lot of shit school, there, bro. Yeah, it's the one right it's down the road from square. 35, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. I paint, painted no, we, a ton we of shit. We were still working. Like it, it was like weird what they had me doing. Like I was basically online and just like connect because I'm like I like work with behavioral and like do like that kind of stuff at mm-hmm. school. So yeah. It's like, the stuff I was doing, I was just like connecting with kids and just basically just hanging out with them, seeing how they're doing, like giving them some an outlet kind of a thing. Yeah, giving them an outlet. Like I check in with them and be like, "Yo, how's your schoolwork and everything?" And like, but honestly, dude, it was like, made like for me, it was like, you know what, these kids already are spending like six plus hours, you know, doing schoolwork and whatnot. That uh, like I'm not gonna come in and do like I'm gonna give them a little outlet to like chill out, you know, play a game with them, you know, just have them disconnect from all this bullcrap that's going on in the world yeah for and, sure i mean it worked like they'd sit there they'd connect with me and then i'd hop off and they'd be like hey mr Lope, do you have a you got an xbox or a <laughs> or a, a playstation 4 i'd be like yeah like what's your gamer tag let's play fortnite and i suck at fortnite dude i'm freaking terrible so i'd be playing with some of these like elementary kids like just playing fortnite with them afterward they just punking you yeah dude they just work me and i'm just like yo i don't i don't even know they're like build build i was like how what do you mean build i'm trying to shoot like what do you mean i gotta build now <laughs> Can you imagine though if you get to play with your ear, uh, like if you get to play uh, Super Smash Bros. with with your oh, with your teachers? Dude, it'd be game over. If I was playing Super Smash Bros. against these kids, yeah, they wouldn't even know what was going on. Right, but even on a respect level, like you, I, th- I feel like that would have eased a lot of tension between me and my teachers if I could oh, kick. Sure. If I could have kicked the shit out of them in Madden after they kicked the shit out of me in like an English test, yep. like oh fuck yeah, dude, yep. like we would have been even, Stevens. Yep. I would have probably paid attention, like. Right. Fuck you, let's take it to NFL Street, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, NFL Street. Let me get a game, game breaker up against the fucking wall on you. Like, that, that, uh. Dude, that was the game. Hell yeah. Dude, dude. I, there was many fights in our basement, me and my brothers. Playing like, that game? Playing that game. It was like someone would win, and then we'd fight, and then someone, then I would win, then we'd fight, and it was just like constant competitiveness. Like, Fuck yeah. Just fucking didn't want to lose at anything. Joey texted me and said he wants to come on and talk about me and uh, me and um, my buddy Garrett's uh, in his childhood. Yeah. Dude, you got to ask him about us playing uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot Racing in his fucking basement, dude. We used to stay up so fucking late playing that game. And then eventually, this was when like you just yell shit when you were just tired and everything was funny. You know, like when you stay yep. up long enough. No, I know what you're talking about. And we used to stay up long enough to yell, it's peanut butter jelly time, until his dad would come up to the top of the stairs, and we would just Who's all, that, Joey? yeah, and we'd all just pass the fuck out, like, we, yeah, we yeah, like, uh, Andy's home, and fucking, yep. and, uh, dude, it was, and he'd be like, boys, I'm not kidding, and so, like, of course, he'd go to sleep, same shit would happen, and he would come down, turn the lights on, and it was all the bullshit you could fucking think of, dude. Just dumb shit like that, like ding dong ditching and then hiding underneath the person's porch. Dude, you guys were reckless though growing up. It wasn't reckless, but it was just some. There was some dumb shit. Like we, uh, I, I, I want to say I'll, I'll say this one. So hopefully, uh, I don't know if Joey was with, but we talked about um, we had my go kart in the back of uh Garrett's house, which yeah. was Laddie Lake, and uh, we're doing laps in the sand pit. Well, my buddy. At the time, Kyle decides that he's going to play a game of chicken. And you can go left or right, and that's all I got. And he chose right, and I chose left. And so, dude, so, well, I had to make a decision. It was that close. But then he also made a decision, and we both committed. But I'm also in the goat cart, like – I got, I'm, I'm doing at least 20, 25. Dude, he hit the roll cage and went 10 feet in the air. Like, I legit, <laughs> I legit hit this man. 
and landed in a pine tree and smashed like all the branches down. Like it was a fucking movie, dude. What was Where, he? What was he on? Was he on another go kart? No, he was just standing there. But he thought he'd be funny to stand in the way. Like, oh, you're gonna hit me. And then it was just like, dude, I came in faster than he thought. And then he went to the closest tree, but it wasn't enough time between yeah. me going up, dude. I flip him. He goes up, fucking hits his arm. I thought he broke his arm. I ripped my helmet off. I just got my ear pierced the other day, like the day before. I had to have my buddy's sister fucking re-pierce my fucking ear that day oh, so I could go home. Yeah, I ripped it off and it was only going in halfway again. Oh, oh it, uh, I know, man. It, it, I still remember the feeling of it pushing through and going, oh, that's a new one. Yep. That's not the old one. Yep. Like, fuck. That's the worst, man. When you have like a fresh piercing and you're trying to find the hole. And you got gauges though, right? No, dude, they're, they're fake gauges. Okay, okay, thank God. No, they're fake gauges. No, oh, I that's the, hilarious. I, I did the gauging. Is that all, is that on the open? Like, do you show people that? or do No, you... bro, everyone's, everyone still thinks they're real That's gauges. fucking hilarious. That I shit, ne- now everyone knows. That's fucking awesome. No, dude, thank you for sharing. I did, I did the, the real gauges for a while back in high school, and I got them, I got them up pretty big, and like it, they just fucking hurt. Do they, they smell? Hurt. Yeah, dude, they fucking Why does they it smell? so bad. I don't know. It smells like asshole. It's literally what it smells like. Like, it smells like... I haven't put anything in my ears in, like, for sure... I'm 27. For sure, like... By the time the kid was three, I was like, I can't be diamond earring fucking flat build, dude. Like, I gotta I gotta change this up here. So I stopped putting shit in my ears, like, four years ago. Dude, I'll rub my ear every once in a while on that hole. Yep. And I'll still and be still like... Smells. I'll still be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, I wash myself. Like, I haven't put anything in there. Like, I close the fuck up, you... Yep. motherfuckers dude you could probably put a piercing in right now and it's still yeah I, I do I, I put in uh, hoops whenever Kendall thinks it's funny cause we'll talk about did like you have both ears pierced or just yeah like- I had both dude my old man uh, uh, was fucking like de- like decimated when I told him I wanted earrings in front of a group of men in the garage <laughs> like dude like they were all working on this car smoking cigarettes drinking beer at like noon here I come in and like my fucking like uh uh, Aeropostale shirt, and I was like, "Hey, Dad, I want, I want, I want, I want earrings." And he was like, "He just is like, for what?" And I was like, "Because." And he's like, "What are they gonna do for it?" I was like, oh, "Do you think they're gonna make me fly?" I was like, "I just want them because I want them." <laughs> he was like, "He was like, fuck no." And then it happened like three months later. I ended up getting them, the tiniest things. He's like, "No bigger, dude." A year later, I had fucking like Chad Ochocinco fake diamonds just dude, fucking thing, dripping like, off my fucking ears. Back in that was like. That was the thing. Like, you'd wear these big old, like, cubic zirconium. No, you got fake as fuck. Just, like, fake mm-hmm. earrings. And they were just huge. Just, yeah. Like, yeah, dude. I remember those days. And <sighs> I, I look, miss I look back at pictures, and I'm just like, what the fuck was in my ears, man? Like. Oh, yeah. I, I post pictures of myself all the time saying, no wonder why I had self-confidence issues. Like, <laughs> dude, I was doing all that to combat, a, like, a low self-confidence, even though dressing like that was giving me a self-confidence. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know if I'm really comfortable in all this. The earrings were cool, but then I would, like, try to, like, dress preppy, and I just didn't have the, like, what I want. You know, like, yeah. I I didn't I didn't know how to do it, and now I just wear fucking a hoodie and shorts everywhere, and it's yep. like, that's my look. Senior year, I finally figured it out, and ever since then, I've only bought, like, like two pair of jeans i finally bought a pair of pants that weren't painter's pants uh like a month like a couple weeks ago just like some jeans to go out in no some like actual work pants that like because painter's pants suck dick yeah dude they're baggy as fuck they're heavy they when they get like painted on they just are like thick like they don't breathe it, it's just gross dude i went i've never been so like you just the come out of work with some heavy swans yeah well and it's just it's just it's just heavy like like tarp materials yeah. what it feels like and they rip easy so i got this pair of like fitted 
uh, like herb, you know, I went to Kohl's or whatever. Yeah. Dude, I was like, these are str- super light, tight, like nice fitting, whatever. And they're um, stretchy, dude. Uh, and I, I was like, these are going to be cold as fuck. Yeah. Nothing. It was, it was negative fucking cold and I was perfect. Like it didn't even feel like I fucking like needed anything else on my fucking yeah. legs. And I was going to get the thermal ones and I was like, ah, oh, fuck that's I'm, I'm a sweater. Don't do it, yeah. dude. It is the best decision. I'll go. I'm going back there for fucking more. Like as soon as I fucking can, man. Like if this, if my stimulus ever hits, I'll fucking, Yo, I'll do that shit, bro. I'm on the bandwagon that got <laughs> fucked. <laughs> so I signed into my go payment app or whatever to yeah. check my payment. It says, uh, no info, uh, yet, or you're not eligible. I was like, well, I ain't making 75 K a year or else somebody's got to fucking ex- explain to me where the fuck yeah. it went. And taxes this podcast, bro. They're like, oh, he's got to be making money. Yeah, fuck that. They they see the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, but uh, this fucking uh, it's so, so I'm reading on Twitter, and I know that's a bad thing, but they're posting shit from like Yahoo, and then I finally go to Yahoo, and it says, uh, the IRS fucked up, and they sent some of it to the fucking people who do your taxes, like I like TurboTax got it or something, yeah. and they don't want to correct it, so instead, those institutions know that you have an option to now select your refund if you didn't get it and then they'll double check that and then you'll get that in your taxes and it's like go oh, so now you gotta wait yeah. until you do your taxes and it's like dude that's just giving me a 600 whatever like i usually get something back in taxes i pay yeah. it out but this is also a weird year never been on unemployment before yeah. like I don't know, man, and and everyone's gonna. I don't know if anyone listens to this again. Like, fuck you, Bobby. That doesn't mean it. it's like I don't know what the fuck to expect. But yeah. I'm just saying, hey, I would rather, I would rather chose a deposited amount of money than a tax break, knowing not knowing what the fuck if I if they're like, you're, hey, you're even gonna get money back. now, yeah, now yeah. you now you broke even. Congrats, you don't owe anything. Yeah. It's like fuck you, like fuck you, you dirty fucks. <laughs> like honestly, though, that makes me so mad, man. They cut the shit from like two thousand. Then they give you a 600 and then they're all like, oh, the American people need it. It's like, well, if you need it, don't you think like you need probably 2000 more than you need six? Yep. And it's like, it's not even like I need $2,000. I'm just going to be like, hey, if you're giving it out, I'm not going to say no. Like, say no. fuck no, I'll work for my money. But if you want to give me some like, uh, okay, cool. Take it out of my imaginary tax fund that I have no idea what you take from me. Besides the fact that TurboTax just says, all right, here's what you get paid because you paid us more. It's like, okay, cool. You know, you hit a couple buttons. It does all the shit for you. And yep. you have no idea what the fuck you're, they're taking. I don't even know half the shit. Like what, Dude, where's it going? I don't None of it. I trust doing my taxes online. I, I still go to a guy and I'll, Good I'll, for you. I'll, I'll pay him like, like he still charges me like 180 bucks. I'm like, bro, I've been coming to you for like Damn. four or five years now. What do you mean 180 bucks still? Right. And but yeah. I like, I like sitting down with him and he explains everything. Yeah. He like puts all the numbers and he's like, oh, this is what this means. This Are you into like means. big boy taxes yet? No. Okay. Like like home ownership and all that. And, oh yeah. And like I have like homeowners like stuff that I have to do now. Okay. Do you own? Do you so, do you have a house? Yeah. Oh nice. Right Rapid on. Rapids. Oh fucking right. Yeah. Well, I got. I'm an yeah, asshole. I never even asked in, that. Got it back in like 2016, I think. Oh fucking but, right, uh, man. Like I bought it with my parents, and my mom was like, "Are you gonna move back home?" And I was like, "Hell no." I was like, "I love you guys, but you guys just live at the house." I yeah. Like, I'll live somewhere else. Yeah. I right like, on. I just can't live with you guys. It's yeah. Too much. Fuck yeah. I get well, yeah. At some point, you gotta grow. And yeah, exactly. You gotta fucking get out. I mean, I kind of, I was never. I mean, I I never had a plan. And then it was like, hey, 
the old man dies, and it was like, all right, cool. Like, where am I going to go now? Yep. Like, it was like, oh, fuck. Yep. So then I bounced around for a year, and then all of a sudden it was like, all right, I guess I'll just get my little, like, 600-square-foot place. Yep. Fucking, and then that was it, man. Ever since then, it was like, I, if I can come up with this, I'll, I'll figure it out for, you know, a house and shack up with a girl where it helps out a little bit. And Dude, at the time, I was working with my mom yeah. and living with my mom. So it was like. Oh, you need a break. Oh, dude, like, uh, me and my mom. Butt we would butt heads at work and then we'd butt heads at home and then it was just like yeah there's no way the to shake it off there the car ride back and it was just like i was so overwhelmed with it that i like i quit the job and that same week that i quit the job i got a different job and that same night before i started my new job i was like i'm moving out and mm-hmm. one of my buddies had just bought a house and i was like dude i need to get out of my place he's like yeah man 400 bucks and i was like Done. Bet like I'm paying my parents three hundred bucks right now. Yeah, that's not much. Yeah. rent. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And uh, I literally that night she left to work because this is the what's even more messed up. I love my mom. Don't get me wrong, I love my mother. Yeah. But like, I was at a weird time in my life. I had just turned twenty two, and I was just no, I had just turned twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. like. Oh, we all get weird loved, there. Love my mom, but just fucking weird time in my life. Just wanted to do my own thing just wanted her to quit asking me questions and everything right yeah so that night she went to work and she she wouldn't let me move out of the house she's like no we're mexican like you live at the house until you get married and then and then is you that a big out. thing yeah dude i don't know why that's just like a latino thing i guess like, it's a cultural it's like a cultural thing but i'm like mom this is like people do this back and like in mexico like i was like you gotta realize, like I'm, I'm Mexican, but I was brought up in in American culture. Yeah, I was like, you need to understand that. Right. And I was like, I'm proud, I'm proud, I'm proud to be Mexican, but you need to understand that I was raised in a different culture. Right. You know, the let, only let time me just I got go... Mexican culture was yeah. when I was at home and hanging out with my family. Right. And I loved it, but anyways, like she wouldn't let me move out, so I was like, you know what, screw this, like I'm moving out. Isn't it weird to have that push when you're when you're old enough to finally push back, but you're like, am I am I gonna like? Let yeah. my mom tell me what to do at 21. Yeah. And it was the worst because I'm dude. a mama's boy. I still am, dude. Yeah, yeah, 28 yeah. years old. And oh, she buys me cookies boy. all the time. Yeah, dude, she makes me food. Not even cookies, just like bomb-ass food. Oh, gee. But like, dude, I I was so fed up and she left to work that night. My dad was home. And I walked up to my dad and I was like, yo, I'm leaving. And my pops was just like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm, I'm moving out. And my dad just went, all right. <laughs> That's the most dad move of all time. <laughs> like, the, yeah. All right, cool, man. Cracks a beer. I was like, don't tell my mom. I was like, I'll tell her eventually where I went. Like, I'll come back home. So literally that night, I packed everything up in my room. I called my buddy Zach, brought his dad's truck. We packed up two trips, dude. Damn. everything up, and I was gone. Damn. My mom got home, and she called me like four or five times. Didn't answer. I didn't see her for like a week. And then finally, I called her back, and I was like, I moved out. (laughs) No shit. I was like, I moved out. Oh, fuck. What'd she say? She was just like... She didn't. She didn't know what to say. Yeah. She was. She was like pissed off at me, but like also sad that I left. Yeah. Because some of that has to be yeah. afraid of letting go, and some yeah. of it has to be afraid of like if I let him go now, he's gonna come back. Like yep. you know, I feel like that's every parent's so like. I'm. I'm just. We just. I just heard that at work today, where the guy was like, "I'd rather have you have a good start, and then go, than try to go and fucking struggle, because it yep. doesn't always work out the best the other way." Yep. You know. But uh, go on. Sorry, I feel like no, I cut I, you off. That yeah, it was just. And that's probably the best move I've made in my life so far, dude, was just yeah. like just like breaking that cultural barrier between yeah. like my mom. And she's like, well, you're Mexican. You got to stay home and live at home until you get married. And I was like, no, I got to break that at one point. Like, I can't 
I can't live with you guys forever. Like, I got to do my own thing. I got to be able to grow and do everything. Right. So and, just and, moved out, and I haven't gone back home since. Like, yeah, you know, and, and you're growing, it. and you're growing your own culture too. Like, like yeah. you're 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 now like immersing yourself into the world like fully. Like you're yep. you're no longer like at the protection of like. My parents still have the roof that takes care of me. Exactly. Like as soon as you're on your own, it it's a fucking different thing, exactly. man. Exactly. Uh, what you like? When were you? So you lived with a roommate. Do you? Like, when was the first time you lived alone? Alone. Dude, I haven't. I still haven't lived oh. alone. I still have a roommate. But Damn. I like that's that's the goal this year. The goal this year is to just like get an apartment or something on my own and just live alone. Alone. Like I don't like. Some of my buddies have been like, oh, just move in with us, move in here, move in. I'm just like, no, like, I just want to be alone. Yeah. Like, I want to get to my place and be like, this is mine. Dude. You know? Yeah. You grow a lot, man. Like, like just even, like, the few months, like, it, I mean, and, and a lot of it was a lot of me just drinking alone. But, like, I think there – so I got my place in 2018. Yeah. Something like that, 2018. And, like, the first four months was just me coming home and eating, like, a, a frozen pizza or, yeah. like, like something I made in the microwave and drinking my fucking ass <laughs> off. And, like, dude, I just – and listen to fucking shit on my music, dude. No TV on. I didn't have any cable. I didn't have any Wi-Fi. I ran everything off of an iPad in my little, like, 600 – dude, yeah. it had a dining room. <clears throat> it had a fucking living room. It had a little – it had a bedroom. It was all 12-foot ceiling, so it made it feel way too fucking big. Yeah. A little crawl space that had a fucking washer and dryer, and it had a kitchen. And that was it. And it was all, like I said, but it had spaces and, like, half walls and, like, you know, walls that would go all the way. You know, no doors, but just kind of, like, shelved. So it was kind of like a, like a studio little apartment. Yeah, man, but it was on top of a house of an existing house in Anoka okay. here, only a mile up the road. Yeah. And, uh, dude, and it, like, it had a little back porch and you never knew it was a house unless you came around the back and realized, oh, there's a whole nother set of stairs that goes up to this. And yeah. Dude, I would just fucking come home and just be like, what the fuck? Like, I, you know, I, like I, I was in a different spot in my life, yep. but I was like, like, it was the first time that like, after everything was all said and done, I got to go, the fuck am I doing? Yep. <laughs> like, and I would just work dude, cause I couldn't afford it. Like it was one of those things where I was bumping up my, like. I was making such a commitment to something I didn't have the money to yep. where I was just working, dude. Yep. And then within a couple of months, I met the chick I'm living with now yeah. and have a baby with. But we, you know, by August, I think I, I moved in, in 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 early like April. And by August, I had a chick pretty much living yeah. with me at the time. So. I mean, so then it, it made it a lot easier after that. Yeah, but I think I had enough time to be like, okay, I'm I'm done. Like, like I'd done all the nights where I was like finally on Tinder every night, and I was like, oh, I mustn't like need somebody in my <laughs> life here. Like, like I need to fucking get somebody. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, man, it, it it's 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 something different, you know. And have you lived? You you've lived? Are you the oldest in your yeah, in I'm your the family? Oldest. So you haven't lived with like siblings being like no, living. Okay, so yeah. that's what I did, and I got to live with <clears> a brother that I I didn't really grow up with. And, uh, I mean, I grew up with him, but I, 10 years difference is, yeah. is quite the difference, yeah. you know? So, uh, got to live with him for two months and I lived with my sister who I, you know, she's only five years. So close growing up, you yeah. know, at relatively same age, um, got to live with her and it was, it was, you know, two different things. You grow, you hate each other, you fucking fight, you whatever the, the brother, me and him never fought, but two months in and out, dude, that's like the perfect roommate. Yeah. Like, all right, thanks for letting me crash. All right, got myself. See you, bye, you know? Yeah. But, uh, 
Dude, yeah. I, I couldn't live with my brothers. My brothers are just like, I mean, they're fresh like 21, 22. So, oh. or no, about 22, 23 now. So they're, they're kind of like that weird spot in their life where I was when I wanted to move out. Yeah. And uh, I'm just like, I, I see them and I see me when I was that age. And I was like, fuck. I don't know how my roommate at the time, like, even like. Put up he, with he you? He was like a really good friend of mine. So he like, he put up with it and he drank with me and we. And we partied, and he had a he had a he had a kid too. He okay. Had a kid, and he was just freshly divorced, and um, I think that's the reason why we got along so well was because he was just like, I'm living with this young guy, so I'm just gonna drink with him, and yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah. We had a blast, like honestly, like. Well, I gotta ask, was he a weekend dad? Uh, yeah, but not not by his choice though. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so not by which. I think it's just messed it, up. It right? gets into a whole thing, yeah, but it gets into a whole thing. But no, he amazing dad. You great, do great, freaking dude. But one hundred percent. But you try to you try to supplement your time and maybe try to try to have you know not overcompensate. But I've definitely found myself when I was a first as a dad and and getting used to weekends. Yeah, the weekends I didn't have her. It was like, how can I be a twenty-something-year-old? Yep. Like, I would fucking like, dude, I was like a fucking hound for it. Yeah. So so okay. So you guys are living there. So yeah, we, I, it, I lived there. I think for. Probably like six, seven months, almost a year, and uh, oh, that's no one. And uh, I got you. What's it called? Uh, yeah, and it was like it was awesome, dude. Like yeah. we we would hang out, we'd go out and drink, and not only that, but like on Mondays we had uh, Nerf gun Mondays, and we'd go around the house and just like oh, that's shoot, badass, fucking shoot each other with Nerf guns, dude. And we had like a whole competition, and then by that time we had another another dude that. Uh, moved in with us and he was a good buddy of ours as well mm-hmm. so it's like at that point it was three dudes living in one house that's badass and ra- raising one baby so it's like that what's that one show um, Th- three men and a baby three yeah it was like three <laughs> men and a baby fuck there we go three <laughs> men and a baby that's what it, that's what it was like dude dude I miss that I, I never did that I, ne- I always wanted to live with my buddies and I never never did yeah. and I, I feel like I missed out because I did the dorm life for for two years and and that's its whole fucking thing mm-hmm. but but I'm living so glad i didn't do the dorm life. Uh, i don't it, think i i don't think i could have the the first year dorm when you're in the freshman dorm if you if you live like like if you like like they put all the football guys in the same in the same thing yeah. that makes it so much fucking easier now every floor is available you don't feel like you're tiptoeing through yeah. and then they know people so you meet it, it's it's a lot easier yeah but the the next year i lived in an in apartment kind of a dorm didn't meet a fucking soul ruined my entire experience so you're 100 percent correct like yep. it, it it's a hit or miss man yeah uh did where you went to mankato no or no i went to ar oh okay okay i went to ar for a year and a half and then i went to the minnesota art institute oh shit for another year what'd you do there photography oh fucking right there's an old camera in there if yeah. you ever want to take <laughs> we, we could roll out some film bro i i fuck hold on i don't even know uh this is my dad's i don't even know if this is a nice camera it's just old as fuck. I just want to ask somebody if it's even like something. It's probably it's something like a that Canon. was just like. It's a Pentax. Oh, Pentax. Yeah, dude, I, this is nice. It's a it's an older camera, but I think it was like something the old man got into back in the day. And it's it's one of those you know you switch out you switch out the old. Yeah, fucking. and it's got the it's still got the film or the film over here. You lift this thing up, and when. <laughs> Like stupid shit I learned in this school, bro. The film ends and then you lift it up, then you gotta wind it up. It's fucking perfect. Yeah, and yeah, then, dude. Honestly, going to school there was dope because like I learned how to develop film. Like yeah. I learned how to do all this dope shit. 
So that was pretty bomb. Yeah, that's a yeah. dope camera. Oh, yeah, Dude, those yeah. old cameras are just like, like now it's all digital and like you feel these cameras and it feels like flimsy. Like if you drop them, oh, yeah. like it, it, it's ruined. Like you're done. But those cameras, you could drop it and dent the cement. You know but, what I'm saying? But it feels like if you drop that, you're really fucking up a good piece of something. Like yeah, it, like it feels, it feels, it feels it's valuable. Sturdy. It's like. It's fun to hold. I yeah. want to just walk around places and act like a tourist. Not, I'll not even have film in it. Just be like <laughs> just, fucking. Just put it up and click. Changing the fucking uh the fucking lenses and shit. Yep. Ah oh, fuck, man. No, it's uh it's one of those things that dude that's been sitting out in totes and shit too. So it's been yep. getting moisture and it's like dude that thing is fucking mint. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's because of the case or whatever, but... No, it looks nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it probably is just going to sit on that table and just like the rest of the shit, but... Uh, just hang it up here somewhere, man. Dude, I'm going to fill I'm gonna fill this room up. Like, actually, this the, the joke is is uh, my oldest is uh, really getting sick of the upstairs, so when you get to the upstairs, it peaks. Yeah. But, uh, so I'm trying to do cool shit, like I did the LED strip lights, yeah. and I'm so jealous of them, like, I'm either going to get them in here, because I need some, like, LED... Like, yeah. do, I want to do a podcast with, like, a fucking lava lamp. And LED strip lights, and then uh, we'll put some music close to the close to it because the one I bought her, it actually picks up the beat to the song. Oh, so like, so it'll be like boom, it'll flash, yeah. and it flashes the different colors yeah. and shit. And I was like, dude, so we're putting that in the corner. I'm just gonna put like something be- bassy, but like nothing that it'll pick up during the mics, but just enough to get it to do like cool beats. And then I was like, all dude, right, like be in here like strobing out, like <laughs> it's gonna get weird lights are gonna go off and those lights are gonna go on it's gonna be like, all right whatever happens next is is the podcast Black fucking future on, like- <laughs> dude no uh I, nobody wants that in here no uh, it's uh it, it'd be fun though like you know and the, the one thing i want to do is is I, I might the next step uh just get rid of the table and uh do chairs so i'll do a chair here chair there chair there and chair there yeah and then just fucking hang out and that's where i said like headphones and like really just make it a fucking chill spot but this yeah. so what I was trying to say was this might actually get swapped upstairs and, uh, you know, it'll be this kind of crawl, knit, crawl space, like attic-y feel, like yep. Anne Frank style. So I might have to change the name of the podcast to like, I don't know, something, something involving her. Cause that, I feel like I'm going to at least just make call it the attic. Yeah. The, the attic. And then just have like a bunch of like German soldiers sounding like they're like yelling in the but basement. It could be like a double entendre too. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The addict, and then you could have like drug addicts that come in here and just like pass drug addicts, and then talk about <laughs> talk about like their how how they got saved and the way from drugs and shit. Dude, we could bring real drug addicts in and just talk <laughs> about the real struggle. Like, man, the other fucking day I was chasing fucking beans down the road, and this shit like. Uh, I remember the guy. Do you remember the guy who came in and talked to you about drug use in health class? They had some dude. dude I, who, I don't remember him, but I remember the dare police officer and the dare lion. And oh hell yeah, remember that? And then we all got those dare T-shirts. Do you remember making posters? And if you won, you got like a twenty-five dollar gift card. Yeah, and shit? I, remember, dude, I won the twenty-five dollars. Same. What was yours? Uh, dude, I forgot what. The, I think I made like the lion like skateboarding. Okay. And, and like chasing some kids like that were smoking or something like right that. Right on. And so I won it, and I was like, all right, 25 bucks, why not? Hell yeah, that's fucking dope. I, I just made a bunch of slogans like uh, marijuana, don't wanna. Like, uh, marijuana, like just, don't wanna. Yeah, just shit like that. Like, uh, like, And then I think like weed is not a need and shit like that where I was just like. And all I'm saying is we all, that, that poor line has been disappointed by too many people. Oh, dude. Once you, well, and especially once like you find out that, uh, the fucking like dares just like opiate like best friend like yep. he's just sponsored by mm. opiates it's yep. like well you you're more fucked than most of the drugs yep. you talk about yep. like 
Um, do you ever get into like uh, psychedelic like history and shit? Dude, I watched. What was it? I watched a Netflix Tell me it's documentary. Rogan. Oh. Uh, what the fuck? It was just like famous people talking about their trips. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Is it good? Yeah, it was. It was actually. It's all about, mostly I acid. It, it, I watched it at like I was over at my buddy KP's house. And yeah. He passed out and. We, we were both just drunk off our asses and yeah. uh, it was like 3 a.m. and I was just still too like I was on that high of that drunk yeah and I yeah yeah go to bed so I just put it on and I just remember sitting up till like four o'clock five o'clock came along and I was still watching the show and I was just it was like crazy like psychedelics how they it was like invented by like the government would use them to yeah. like, like a truth serum and all this stuff and and now they're illegal because the power and whatnot that they contain and what I don't, it, it got into it. And yeah. I was just too drunk at the time to fully understand what's going on. But I was like, yo, this is dope. Yeah, man. Uh, do you ever listen to Rogan? Uh, this podcast is just going to be me sucking Joe Rogan's dick. <laughs> uh, do you ever listen to Rogan at all? No, dude. I have. I, I listened to the one with him and... Uh, uh, Post Malone. Okay. Yeah. Just because I love Post Malone. Yeah, they were on Shrooms that yeah, episode. Yeah, they were on Shrooms. And it was just like weird, like... Yeah. To hear them talk to each other while being on shrooms. Yeah. And just be completely normal. Oh, and just and just have these weird outlandish yeah, and like, thoughts and just and, like it was just like weird conversation. Yeah. But like if you looked at them, they just looked normal. They looked like they were functioning at a regular pace. Right. But they I've never done shrooms. Yeah. And I don't think I ever could. Yeah. But like if I did shrooms, there's no way I'd be sitting here like this chill just talking to you. Like, no I'd way. Be like, yeah. You never know though, man. I'd be so freaking out. So, uh, one, I, I, I've never done them. I definitely, you know, I don't know if I could, I, same thing. I don't know if I could just eat them just yeah. because I'm a fucking pussy like that. Like I, I, I'll throw up if I eat like a fucking strawberry. So <laughs> I don't know if I can eat uh, actual mushroom, but, um, uh, he did this podcast with this guy who did, uh, pretty much he, he, he was learning like pig Latin like latin yeah. and it, there was like no fucking need for it so he's gonna have to go down this road of whatever and then he found out that there was this kind of not really talked about but it kept referring back to if you look at enough paperwork and, and and artwork and shit that it went back to this uh uh kind of anubis idea of uh of a, a little place off of off of greece where you would go about 40 miles away and it was essentially like the place to go to trip your ass off yeah. But they use this as like a way to get prepared to go to the afterlife okay. because that was what they assumed was what they were going to. And they had a cocktail and they oh, that can't sounds like some culty shit right there. It's not culty. This was <laughs> this was like 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 you weren't like you like, weren't come drink my punch type of shit. Kind of. But it, but this was like the epitome of religion. Yeah. At the point, right? Like, like not just philosophizers. Philo- I don't know how the fuck you say it, but like it was, it was, and it was a no. F- yes, yeah. like, like, uh, like, uh, like famous Greeks would go. Yeah. And and so then you know they talked about the struggle of keeping this like to the to the spot because it was so sacred. But then people wanted to relieve the knowledge, and marijuana would be used. But mm-hmm. they weren't just using marijuana. This was like acid, yeah, like. But like you're wondering, like, how do they make acid without a science, like? Like part of the, they said like part of the Salem witch trials is like the wheat they stored might have gotten like wet, yeah, and moldy, and the mold that it produced was an acid effect when you when huh. you when your body broke it down. So some of the the witch shit yeah. was a bunch of people shrooming out, not knowing that the more bread they eat, the more fucking not shroom, but like 
kind of acid they're fucking essentially eating, dude. Okay. So so there's these kind of things, right? Where it, it and and not to say that that's a bad thing. So they use these these the again it was a cocktail that they you know this guy was deciphering these things off of pots because yeah. that's how far back it went to. They didn't always have a written whatever. So you so there's like some of it scrubbed off where he's like, are you? fucking kidding me but yeah. he got into some of the most like prestigious like areas you know places where they did the great crusade crusades and yep. and just history that he got to see and involved in this and it's this whole fucking huge thing i of course now that i'm trying to talk about it, i don't remember the guy's book or even what the fucking shit was called but it had this incredible name that like you know it was essentially like the place to go essentially to, to go learn how to die and what you're going to do afterwards and it's like for me That'd be such a cool fucking thing, and 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 they talk about shrooms uh, relieving anxiety of death, yeah. um, relieving uh, mm. not stress, um, but uh, um, addiction and shit, and so yeah. it, it rewires your brain. And then you hear about like microdosing, where it's like you wouldn't eat like a ton of mushrooms; you would eat a mushroom, yeah, and it would essentially be your fucking Adderall for the day. But not Adderall; it'd be like your mental like slow rewiring yeah. you know it's so strange man and like the fact that like they're decriminalizing all the shit and and harvard's done studies and you know there's always an somehow it's always an ivy league that's how yeah. you make any study sound legitimate it's just throwing ivy league dartmouth study dartmouth did a dartmouth, study dartmouth, but yeah dartmouth is like the saint cloud of fucking colleges in exactly. the ivy like no one ever really ivy talks league, no, about no dartmouth wants to go there yeah it's always like oh i got into dartmouth like oh not yale oh so you didn't get into anything else <laughs> <laughs> right columbia like none of it none of it right so you got rejected by everyone right that's like the school that like dartmouth is like oh you guys rejected by everyone well we still want to be ivy league so right we're gonna accept you right oh okay we'll take everybody who who didn't make the didn't chinese make requirement the for yeah. fucking Did you say the chinese requirement for harvard isn't that a thing like now oh, they're they're yeah, they're, 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 like, they're they're making it harder for for chinese students specifically or is harvard. it asian or, or i can't i don't I, I should just say asian but but the, they even break it down to like Korean. Now it's like ethnic, ethnicity wise, but you know, yeah. they actually break it down, not stereotyping Asian into one thing. It's like, oh, we got to have so many Korean. We have to have so many, you know, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just, I feel like I have to say that because people, some people feel like you, like you say that shit and it's like, I don't, I, you know, it, it is a weird thing. crap or some shit. Right, like right. Well, it's not even that. Like, I've never worried about that because yeah. like everyone knows like the po the podcast is comedy and I say weird shit, but there is like weird times now where it's like, I. I don't want to like pussyfoot around things, but like admitting that like there is like an ethnicity based ratio that they have to look at and admit is a real thing. Like, yeah. you know, but some people don't like to hear that. And then you, there's this whole white thing and it's like, uh, who the fuck knows? Yeah, then you go down a dark hole. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's enough of it too. Like, you know, like, uh, I think I got a guy coming in next week who, um, we did a podcast, uh, couple weeks ago that was three hours and you know we talk and, and we kind of see similar things but we more or mm. less poke, poke fun at the kind of some of the dumb shit going on yeah. and uh i guess he's got somebody who wants wants to talk and he kind of is more um left wing and okay. it, and it's and it's a good time like we'll have claws in the middle of the table and it'll be like okay yeah. you know ubers will be had but but that's why i do the pot that's why i love having it here because i just walked to my bed but you get drunk and just walk yeah, man, and just hang out and be like, "All right, you guys have a safe ride home. See ya." But yep. I, but, but uh, it, it it will be fun to kind of have that 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 kind of talk. But yeah, it, mm -hmm. it's uh, 
you know. Oh, dude, that's going to be, you said it's next week? Yeah, next Especially week. Especially with all the shit that just went on, like, that'll be an interesting talk. Yeah, and I feel like I'm, I'm going to have to try to more or less, like, moderate. And not, not moderate, but, like, just not be, like, you know. Like, I, my thing is I can go both ways on yeah. any of it, you know. And not, not this podcast doesn't have to get anywhere this close. I don't know how I'm, I'm fucked up for making it this turn anyways. But, uh, but uh, you know, I, I always just kind of, like, I point out like a hypocrisy, like, like, or at least I tried to, and then I yeah. probably look stupid as fuck, but, but like, you know, I love how you, we're asked to wear masks right now. It's convenient to have one. Like if you would have committed a crime two years ago and had a mask on, you would have easily been pointed out and been like, why the fuck are you wearing a mask? Yeah. Now you're like the nicest guy. If you wear a mask and if you commit a crime, it just helps you that much more. But all these dumb fuckers just blindly show up and smile for pictures. It's like, do you fucking? Uh, I don't know if you saw this on the way over I know, here. No, I saw the picture. the The one with the white dude carrying out a yeah the stand. Dude, Trump came out today and said, "Like disavow all of them. You're terrorists. Like, like he completely shit on them." And the in the in the tweet I saw that retweeted it was, mm-hmm. "Oh, somebody got a talking to," <laughs> and it was like like somebody is like pulling strings now. Like he got the what the fuck is up act. Yeah. Like uh. Like he's he's getting evoked. Like you mean Trump did? Yeah, yeah, man. He his tone from yesterday, like I love you all. Oh yeah. Thank you. This was. He's like, go home, be safe. Yeah. This was. You're all terrorists. Who whoever did it should be expecting like the fir- like the the harshest penalty. Like he's yeah. he's flipped because he I think dude realizes that was the fucking straw. Like like no like, one cares it, it, anymore. There was something brewing in the pot for four years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this shit happened. And it's like. Oh, oh, dude! The, this is what this is what people are talking about. Yeah. Well, the most uncorked feeling of like emotion was like George Floyd. Like once that stuff like popped, I mean, there was emotion from Corona and people just being locked up. That I think it was it was just a place to put energy that needed mm-hmm. to be put somewhere based on being everyone stuck in home. But like this shit now, like even after the election, you're thinking like, okay, like the dude's gonna go away. Like sure, he'll say some dumb shit on his way out, fight your way off, whatever. Yep. A rig, ha ha ha. See you later, dude. Like, and I'm not like, like yesterday when they were saying on the news, this is the worst thing since 9/11. It's like, meh, nah. I mean, it's not great. It's not a great look. Dudes in sweat. Like I said it in yesterday's. Dudes in sweatpants, sweatpants and <laughs> sweatpants and Yeezys broke into our capital and stood there as if they owned the place. Like that's just not a good look. Period. But one of the worst days, like, like you could have had people go in there and really fuck shit up. Like, yeah, they threw papers around. Yeah, they stole some shit. They broke some glass. I'm not saying like, oh, they're not like, like rioters. They they yeah. rioted. The, if if the if the idea was to to get in there and fuck shit up, that place would have been burnt down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a, like a there was a cap of like when they got in, they went, what the fuck are we gonna do now? You know, like they get in there and only four people are in the Senate's fucking committee room and it's like I'm sure they were expecting like that place to fill up and it like, you know, a Batman style jury was about to start, but it's like nah. Batman style jury. You know what I'm saying? Where they're in yep. the fucking Yeah, man. But it but it, it nah, like you just I, I, I wish they would have showed how those fuckers got escorted out. Like did they just bring people in around every fucking corner, guns drawn and being like, You dumb fucks. Like you gotta get out, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a news video of everyone being taken out. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it's just it, such a weird time we're living in, man. And it just. Can I, just to spin it, can I tell you how I want to spin this? Yeah, spin it. And I know this is going to make me sound evil. But the whole time I keep thinking this is like, how good of a movie would it be if, if take away Trump's name, 
but you put a present in there, a little off kilter. People don't you know necessarily like him, but he's different. Yeah. And he's trying to out the fucking deep state. And yeah. the end of the movie is them going, fuck you. You think you got us? And they shit on him like they do Trump right now. Make him yeah. look crazy. And then the rest of his life is him trying to explain that the government's fucked and corrupt. And it's just shit keeps going. And that's yep. the fucking end of the movie. I was like, that'd be a badass movie yep. if it wasn't about Trump. Like you really like, and that's how you, it'd be bad propaganda because that would be a, obviously, you know, making it look like Trump got fucked. And, yep. but to me, I was just like, how good of a movie if it was just the deep state right at the end, right when you're like, he's going to prove the fucking government's fucking us over. Yep. And they just go, nah, like that, like the best, like non cleat, like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Dude, I was like, man, if I could write anything, I have tried writing a joke and it's terrible. <laughs> There's no way I could even do like a fucking anything of a screenplay or something. But it's like, somebody please steal that idea. I'd watch it. Just, you know, I don't know, man. It'd be kind of a cool idea of like a fiction president trying to like out the deep state and how hard it would be and. You know, what What do you release and shit? Like, yep. you saw the aliens thing, right? Yeah, I saw the aliens 180 thing. days? Yep. Oh, dude. And we're on, like, 160 now. Yep. It's like, come on, motherfuckers. What do you got? Do you believe in dude, aliens? Dude, I don't know. I don't know if I if I do or if I don't believe in aliens. That's, I'm kind of stuck in, like, that middle ground where I'm just like... Does religion fuck with that? I mean, in the sense where it's like... God created everything. He created the heavens and the earths. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, yeah, like he created the heavens and the earths. Like, he he made us. Like, you know. So it's like in that sense, yeah, because it's like, well, he didn't make aliens. He didn't make X Y Z. So yeah. Like that's the reason I'm kind of like stuck in it because like, like I try to be faithful and like, and like truly like, like live it out that way. Yeah. But at the Devoted. same time, then, then you see like. You see these things, and you see like people coming out and being like, "No, they're real." Like, and then you like see, legitimate people too. Yeah, you know, and then, not, and then not it's a... just like, then it's just like, all right, like, like I'm trying to stay faithful, but at the same time, like I'm watching something fly through the sky, right? And like, it's just weird. But I, I think it's kind of like, like it's kind of the same thing. Like, if I was to ask you, like, do you believe in God? You know, where it's like, it's like there's been like stuff that's been proven that you know God is real. Yeah. You know, and like like spirits See, and, and stuff like that is real. You know, like angels and all that stuff, like miracles have been performed and no one can answer it. So it's like I, I can believe like, that. I yeah. can I can I, I can get down religion like I grew up religious. I grew up confirmed, baptized, all that stuff, went to Sunday school, went to you know, all the way to like tenth grade. And then it was kind of on me, and it was like, I'm not doing this. Like, yeah. the whole time I always had a deep, like, how the, how do you know what's going to happen here? Yeah. Like, and, like, you know, they, they – I always joke that, like, my church, like – and you can even find it on, like, a picture of me with, like, my – the day I got confirmed. Yeah. Jesus is in the background looking like Ewan McGregor, and he's got a fucking tattoo – it's like a heart, and it's and it's like he's in a jean jacket and jean shorts, and it's like a cut-off jean jacket. Wait, what's this picture about? So I got confirmed. Yeah. And this is in the background, and they were using it as like some sort of, you know, whatever. It's a picture of Jesus, and for some reason he looks like a like a sweet biker, like a like a guy yeah, who would like okay. make you at like an apple oh, cookie or something, but yeah. then also like get on a speedster and go like 200 yeah. miles. Yeah. And, and so he, so they did this and like, I just always remember looking at that picture being like, there's no fucking way he wasn't, he's Middle Eastern. He looks like a fucking pure eyed, like 
country boy. Fuck yeah. you. Like, no offense, and I'm not, you know. But, like, in my head, I could just never be like, there's so many things that are like, like, and I didn't know what white propaganda was or anything. Like, like I, you know. Yeah, and that's it, what I was just going to say. It's like, they're, they're just trying to appeal it to the people that they're serving. You right, know? right. And, and, and but, I, but I always was like, this doesn't make any sense. What Bethlehem isn't real, but Israel is. And you're yeah. not going over there going, where's the blue-eyed guy? Yeah. Like, you've, like, I'm sorry, but culturally, like, we have to accept that, like, it isn't. But for some reason, it these churches somehow got this six-pack ripped Jesus on the cross where it's like, well, he might have just been like like uh, like a guy like me and you, like you know. And and again, I'm am trying to throw jokes in. I don't no. feel terrible. No, 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 you're good. But uh, but but you know, the th- thing with aliens, like, um, I think I think my faith in aliens would probably somehow, and not the same way, but I think I think you could probably find that in, in, in w- with you in religion, like, um, you know, I don't really have a faith that there is this all all powerful being, but I believe in like uh. Um, not a reason if that makes sense, but, but for some reason I'm able to have that conscious thought. Yeah. Okay. Where it goes, I don't know, but, but kind of like what you said, miracles happen and, and, and it feels like, like energy is kind of a thing for yeah. me. I have energy on my arm, but also a girl in my freshman year of college told me that in South Korea, it means air. <laughs> so I have that on my arm too, but when I got it, it meant energy. So I'm going to take it for that. <laughs> It's energy in Japan, I guess. So whatever continent I'm in, I'll have to fucking look and make sure. Yeah, you have to be just wear a long sleeve or double yeah, yeah, long yeah. sleeve. I'll have to make sure, like, check it when I get into each country and be like, all right, my which one is it going to make fun Dude, of that's me? That's like what? getting like sketchy, like Chinese lettering it, on it. It was my first like, tattoo. You don't, you don't know what it means, like. At least this one I saw in a Jackie Chan movie. Wait, wait, wait. It is Chinese lettering. Yeah. It's oh, I thought I was. I thought it was just like the word energy. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's it's fucking it's it's uh yeah, yeah. I saw it in uh, Karate Kid. <laughs> I fucking I'm, I'm the first time I've admitted where I've got the tattoo from, but I got it from the karate, the Karate <laughs> Kid with with, J, with Jalen Smith. You're following no. Yeah, man, you'll see it when he draws it on the bus window. That's where I got it from. I was so fucked. I didn't want to admit that ever. I was wow. like, I, I just wanted somebody to catch that, but I find, it was perfect. Um, but dude, and actually, I was with TS when I was gonna get this uh, tattoo, and we were down at one of the places that burned down on University in St. Yeah. Paul. Do you know where the sports dome was? Yeah, yep. Riley Hoffner had a fucking uh, cousin or something that tattooed down there at a place right down the road yeah. from, like, a cr- like down that little strip from yeah. the sports dome. It got so close to the guy, put that little, like, ink stuff on my arm yeah. and was getting ready to. And I just hopped up out of the chair and I was like, I got to go. I forgot I have something to do. And I was like, I was just going to get a random tattoo that I found there. Yeah. And then finally, like, I, I, I don't know what coaxed me out of it, but it was just like, go. And I fucking left, gone, whatever. And then I waited a couple weeks and found like the actual tattoo I wanted and yeah, and whatever. But you literally went through shopping. You just said you picked one off the wall. Like, uh, let me get that one. Yeah, I literally. And the guy had it written on my arm, like to the point where it, it, it was done. So you lost your deposit. No, he because it was a walk in. He didn't make me deposit anything, but I think he was fucking pissed, dude. I yeah, I know I was a douchebag, but I was also eighteen. Damn. Yeah, I know. I, there's some shit that I probably. I'm surprised he didn't chase you down, bro. I but I got up so quick, like I I, can, I gotta ask TS if he remembers how fast, because in my head it was like you heard you heard that and you were like, nope, I gotta go, dude. He was like filling up the gun, and I 
got up out of the seat, just said, no, I got to go, see you, bye. And then I feel like I walked out, spread the beads, and just walked out the door and heard the ching, ding, yeah. and fucking kept going. Like, I, I don't know how long it took before TS Bro, was behind me. you were probably me. in your car before the door went ching, Oh, ding. no, we had to park fucking way down the road. Like, no, this this is you University in so St. Paul, bro. I, yeah, no, that was that's for sure, but I want to see how quick. In my head, I'm fucking out of there so done. Dude, speaking about University in St. Paul, you know where the new... Uh, where the new uh, the soccer stadium is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right, it's right where I'm talking about. Yeah, it's right across the street. Yeah, so I went I went to, I forget the name of this Tux place. It's like supposedly some like really nice Tux place. Uh, my best friend Justin Okerstrom got married in October. Oh, right on. So I had to go, yeah, in October. So I had to go pick up my suit. And I had just come off, what is that, uh, 35? Yeah, right, it is 35. You come, or, well, how, 94. Yeah, 94. I had just come yep. up 94 onto university, and I was taking a left to go. I don't know what road that, that was, but I was taking a left, and literally I'm standing there, and there's this dude out there with a the sign asking for money, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm taking a left, so I'm, fa- I'm, I'm facing north, and there's a car that comes south. It was like a sketchy-looking car, right? Mm-hmm. And they like see this, like, this dude out here asking for money, and they park the car, and one guy gets out. Pulls out a taser on him and tases this dude, and I'm Damn. sitting. In my, I'm literally sitting in my car. I'm, you just turn the radio up. Yeah, I, I'm sitting there watching this in my car. You're not I, getting like, out. See, You're not getting the dude, out. The dude with the taser makes eye contact with me, and I, and like this is where this is where I was an idiot. I I I made eye contact with the guy and I went what? Like I put my hands up and I was like. As soon as I did that, I was like, it was just like an instinct. Like, right, right. Like, like, like don't what? be a bitch type of shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I like did it. It's almost like he didn't expect that sort of reaction from me. Yeah. It's almost like he was expecting me to be, like, scared about yeah, it. Yeah, like, just straight up stare away. Just and, straight like, up scared. And yeah. I just, like, looked at him. I was like, what's up? And I, to this day, I don't know what made me do that. Like, it was just such, like, a... He just get back in his car and leave? Yeah, he just, like, looked at me. He looked at... Well, first he looked at me, like, to intimidate me. And I was like, what's up? And then he uh, just, like, was like, all right, cool. And just walked away. And got in his car. I literally thought he was going to come bust my window. Yeah, no like, shit. This dude just popped out of nowhere and started tasing the gentleman. Yeah. Like, I mean, now and granted. this poor dude just like picks up a sign and walks away. And I come out I come out of the place later and I see him in the corner. I'm like, hey, man, you okay? He's like, and he's like, I just like mumble some shit. And I was like, all right, dude, well, here's some water. And I had like some like leftover, like I had like a burger or something left over. And I gave him the burger. And I was like, all right, man, be good. But it was just like the weirdest shit I've seen I, at, go down in, on university down in St. Paul. It's the most awkward thing ever to be sitting there and you got somebody right next to you panhandling. And like, I, I, I just, I in my head, I always go, go be an overnight guy somewhere. Like, all you have to do is show up. I was yeah. an overnight guy. Yeah. They'll fucking show you how to click, change the new day, print the reports, yeah. highlight some shit. Yeah. Fold some fucking laundry, you get a free breakfast, and you go on your fucking merry way. Like, I'm not being a dick. It's just, I can't imagine this many people are so hard up, the last thing in this earth they can do is just beg. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and I look, you got a fucking phone, you got a backpack, you got fucking, what's on your shoes, what's on your fucking, you know, what are you hiding? Like, I always, like, do a little search down when they walk past me, and and just because I am a dick, and sometimes I'll give money. You know, uh, my, my daughter refers back to when we were in Duluth. A guy was 
obviously coming off something. Yeah. Tweaking, could not hold himself, asked for money outside of a coffee shop. There are times I feel bad and I go, hey, you know what? Let's do this. I'm going to have you do it. And she refers back to me. Remember the time you had me give the guy money? It's like, yeah. I want you to remember that because yeah. some people like that, even if he goes and does something dumb, yeah. that dude don't have a whole lot. And yeah. I, in my head, I don't even know if that's fucked up or not, but yeah. he needed something. Maybe it was food. Maybe it was something. Maybe, maybe just coffee. Yeah. Yeah. But, but to, to the guy who's just kind of chilling there, he's got a water pack to the side. It's like, yeah. I don't know, man, you seem pretty chill at this. Like I, I, in, you bring kids into it. I yeah. immediately am pissed yeah. because that's going to fuck them kids up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Could you okay. imagine? Could you imagine bringing your kid with you and, like, being a kid, you know, I was embarrassed to have my mom drop me off at the intersection before school because I thought it would assume that I was too poor to go all the way to the school. Yeah. Like, not enough gas and she had to get going. Like, I was so afraid to look that fucking stupid in high school that, like, I think my entire self-demeanor would have just completely shut down if I was with my mom going, hey, I'm here. And knowing that you're only bringing me because... It helps, yep. which is fucking in return is so fuck. Like, yep. and I know people need help, and that's not the you know point of it. And I joke about like you know, if a, a good way to spread the word is if you're not going to give the guy a tip, just shout out your window, listen to Fifty Shades of Boucher, <laughs> and like the homeless guy. At least, at least, if I get the homeless listening, like that's awesome. Yep. Like that's a community nobody's hitting. And but but fucking like, but. Uh, I don't know. It's just that kind of shit where it's like, you know, food is a great idea. But then I've heard people just not, you know, they slam the food down and be like, fuck you. And it's like, well, that guy obviously is a fucking prick. I don't know. Like, I definitely, there's situations for everyone, you know. Oh, yeah, 100%. You get a shitty situation and then you're, you know, you end up in the street. Like, I get it, man. And then there's there's also those people that, like, you know, that take advantage of it. You know, and mm-hmm. people that have been caught on video, like, lying and... Yeah, like, faking disabilities yeah. and shit. Faking disabilities. So, like, that kind of stuff, like, kind of messes with you as a human. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, me, I just... I always try to overlook it and just be like, hey, man, like, whether yeah. you're taking advantage of me or not, like, I did I did, I did my portion today. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, help, I helped someone out. Right. You know, so I'm just like, uh, whether, whether you're... Whatever your situation is, like, I'm gonna just help you out. You know, whether it's a buck or two, you know, yeah. water, something to eat, like, there you go, man. Like, I, I did sure. my part, you know, I, I feel I feel that, that you know, yeah. kind of that void where, you know, you feel like, oh, I should do something, mm-hmm. you know, and then you do it, and even if it's something little, it's like the change out of my, the, yeah, yeah, for sure. Car. So this is like, you feel better, but I definitely get it, like, the point where you're just like. I, I save my, like, good motions for, like, kids. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. I'll do, like, lemonade stands. I overpay the fuck out of them. Yeah. That's kind of where it's like, I did my part. Like yeah. there's, not there's just... a little kid by my parents uh, every summer, bro. Hustling? Every weekend has has his lemonade stand. So Hell I always, yeah. I always come by, get, get, get a little thing, and throw him, throw him some cash. And Hell always, yeah. He always looks at me and... Ha- puts the cash up. I'm like, hey, it's cool, man. Take take your money. Fucking right. You I know, sometimes you... I don't even take it just because that's like, I don't really want to know how you made it. But it's like, yeah, good for true. you, man. Like, good for the hustle. Like, you're sitting out here doing nothing. You're not inside. You're... Damn, man. Now you're messing me. Now, now, I ain't, now, now I'm not going to drink the lemonade. I just, dude, if, to me, it's just like, I know it's a really, probably a really shitty thing to do. But, or, or most of the time, I'll take it and throw it out. Yeah. But it's like, I just don't want to worry about little kids. But it's like, I respect the shit out of like, you sitting outside all day being yeah. like, Knowing Hustling. that, yeah, knowing that it's on a block that like no yeah. one's gonna come to. It's like you got lucky that a painter came through and like you know I've done that where I take the change and like try to give it and yeah. you know um, 
but now, I've had kids where it's like if I give them change, but it's like eight bucks and change. They're like, and it's like you know fifty cents, but they're like change. It's like. What the fuck? You just got eight bucks, dude. Yeah, this yeah. is like if you sold a hundred lemonades and fucking didn't have to sell a hundred lemonades. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, it's not in paper form that you can go flash on Instagram, <laughs> kid. But uh, but no, I mean, most of the time it's pretty good. Like bracelets once got me. Like you know, this chicks was like they were they were a dollar and they only had five, and I bought four and they were like that's our entire inventory. I was like, well, you might want to make more. Like a dollar isn't that hard if you like you know. If you're cute enough, you can sell almost anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, shout out to the podcast I last did. If you're trying to fund a kid for a uh, uh, project they're doing and being a young CEO and or if you're trying to get your kid to be a young CEO, uh, fuckkideverest.com. Not yeah. fuckkideverest.com. I just couldn't remember the name. Kideverest.com. <laughs> Some kideverest.com. Yeah, man. Dude, uh, I just figured I'd shout that out. I got to do better about when I bring, or, like, when there's situations like that. I got to start using the name of, of past guests. Yeah. And not calling you Giovanni, but Giovanni. Dude, the the I, last I, podcast, I, I remember I called, the intro is Giovanni, and I don't, I should have fucking corrected dude, it. I've become so numb to it. Like, people call me Giovanni all the time. Yeah. I, I've been called Giovanni since I was a little kid. Yeah. So, it's like, when people call me Giovanni, it doesn't, like, it doesn't register in my head that that's, like... That's not my name. That's not how it's pronounced. Right. It just doesn't. Because right. Because I've been called it for so long. And you know the like, intention. Yeah, and I know the intention. Like, yeah. So, I guess there's people that are like, it's not Giovanni, it's Giovanni. Like, or like, it's like, it's not Patrick, it's Patrick. Like, some oh, shit. Like, and I I'm just fucking, like, really? Like, yeah. But I get it. Like, a name is like, uh, that, that's like, a name is the most personal thing you're ever going to have. Right, right. It's your most personal possession. So I understand why people get all mad and butthurt about it, but me, like, I just, I truly don't care. Like, I think it's because I've been called the wrong name for so long that I just, like I said, I just become numb to it. Is it weird? My name isn't really Bobby, and I've, and it's always been my name. Like, yeah. government-wise, I can't Robert. go at, yeah, I, I am Robert, so I always, I always weird laugh. to call you Robert now. Like, yeah. It feels like I'm talking, like. Formally. Yeah, like, for, oh, hey, Robert, how are you doing today? Right, like, and, like, it, it's just, I don't look like it. Like, I, and I'm not, you know, if I got older and everyone's like, oh, well, you know, the the joke is, is, is Sorry, you, guys, I go by Robert now. Yeah, man, so it's, uh, it's, it's, you start off as Bobby, then it goes to Bob, then it goes to Rob, or Rob, then it goes to Robert, and then you die. So, <laughs> or there's something like that, so I was like, oh, fuck, like, but I don't think I could pull off Robert, like, I, you know, Dude, like. Robert's just, like. Robert's like yeah. when when you're yeah like you just said like when your grandpa and your your uh, your grandchildren's friends come over they're like oh this is my grandpa Robert yeah or or no I know a lot of black guys named Robert yeah like they're not Bobby anymore like Bobby became the white guy name because of Bobby Hill and then yep. Robert got taken back like bro I still call Bobby Larry Bobby yeah see there you go yeah I bet you I, w- I wonder if his name is real really Robert it is really Robert that's fucking He's awesome actually Robert. Robert Laurie, but Rob, dude, I, <laughs> I call him Bobby. Right, See, I call that man Bobby. You'd think a name with like Bobby James Brown, I'd be more, I'd be more musically like talented and and could dance, but really all I got is like a super good like like falsetto, and then <laughs> and then fucking like I can't dance for shit. Like it's it's gross, man. Like I have no rhythm and like no will to want to like like Footloose like at all. Like, yeah, whatever. No, I just I'm I'm the guy who like just I'd rather MC the event now. Like now that I'm used to a mic, I would much rather be the guy who's like yo 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 what up MTV instead of like trying to be like in the background and get yeah. on MTV. Dude, like I don't I don't know why, but literally every event that my family has had, 
they've always asked me to be the MC. I could see that. They're always like, but I'm kind of just like, like, dude, I get you hand me a mic and like yeah. a bunch of people like. I'm gonna make people have a good time. Like Hell that's yeah. just like that's just my ordeal. Like I'm gonna make sure everyone's having a blast. So they're always like, "Hey, like we need first time with Stephanie and Joey's wedding." Mm-hmm. And I, dude, I already had it in my head. As soon as we left church, I was like, "I am getting plastered." <laughs> like that was I was like, "This is my first like family wedding where I'm old enough to drink." Oh hell yeah! And I'm old. It's like my oh, family, like one. all my family. What was here, your first? Like, all my friends. What'd you drink to get uh, hammered that first time? So you could. get this ready. I the at the wedding. Yeah, like like what like after the reception, like like what was like when you when you first drank at a family gathering? What did you drink to get hammered? Oh, just be like whatever. Oh, okay, just beer. Uncles and whatever brought in the cooler. Just gotcha. Beer. But I never got drunk. I never get drunk in front, in front of my family. But okay. This was the time I was like, you know what? I'm going in. Like, I am going in. Like, they're going to see a different side of Giovanni. <laughs> and I just didn't care. Just so wild and out. All day I hadn't eaten anything. I had like a piece of toast in the morning and some milk. Okay. With like some peanut butter and jelly. And that's all I had all day. They got married at noon. We got to the reception at like two o'clock. And I was just, at this time, I was broke as shit. Like, I had no money. I had, like, yeah. maybe, like, 60 bucks in my account. Open I was bar, like, oh, open 60 bar, open bucks. bar. Yep, so we get there, and I was just like, hey, what do you have that's strong? So they, they pulled out the fireball, and fireball's like my kryptonite. Like, okay. It's my kryptonite in the way that I love it until mm-hmm. the point that it kicks my ass. Yeah. And uh, so right, she pours me a double shot. Get, she's like, it's two bucks. So I was like, I got 60 bucks. I was like, hell yeah, I'm drinking Fireball all day. So yeah. before the party even started, I had I already had three shots, three double shots Ooh, of Fireball. On an empty stomach? On an empty stomach. And not only that, they had an open keg. So yeah, I was just going to say, the beer's, the beer's got to be free. Between shots, I was drinking beer. So all of a sudden, the party started, everyone's getting there, and I'm I'm not plastered, but I'm drinking. Oh, you're, you're like, lit. I'm definitely lit. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. And we couldn't bring booze into the the place, and uh, my one of my buddy's girlfriends she brought in a bottle, snuck in a bottle in her uh, in her bag. Oh shit! So we were, we were pouring, making making Bacardi sprites, right? And my aunt comes over to me, and I thought she was gonna yell at me because of what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, but she goes, "Hey, you know the guy doesn't know how to speak English. Can you MC?" And I was like, I was like, "Yeah, I can do it." And I was just like hammered at the time, right? So I go up and I guess I killed it because the entire night people are like, oh my gosh, Giovanni, you must do this professionally or something. I'm like, no. I'm just, just liquid courage up I'm the fucking hammered. ass. Like, they're like, you had us up and dancing. You had us doing the chat. Like, you had us doing everything. And I was like, that's just me, man. Like, I'm going to make sure you have a good time and I have a good time. And I was also drunk, so. That's what it's all it about, was though. Easy. Dude, uh, have you are have you ever done like performative kind of things, like solo kind of things, or, or yeah, well, like I mean, like I, we talked about like yeah. like that, but like anything else, like like before that, like like plays or nothing, or I mean, I was in choir. Okay, okay, I was in choir, and I had a like I, I always grew up singing, so I would like like and like my family, we always we do like karaoke anytime where everyone's. Oh, see, that's sometimes. where you get it from. That. I grew up and just like sing karaoke, yeah, know, like, with my family and whatnot, and uh, so yeah, like I was just like I'm used to like. Talk, like I still get nervous, but like right. I'm just used to like being able to talk in crowds and well, and coaching I'm sure helps too because yeah. because you're you're talking to completely new people yep. once a year I'm sure. Yep. Um. Do you do you think that because like 
how is it like with adult strangers? You know, like at some point you kind of feel like when when you're older that you you can own the room a little more. Yeah. How do you get when you like are around like people your age Dude, and shit? Not even like around people my age. It's whatever. Like I don't care. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. Can, I'm just like I don't care when it's people older than me. Like mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm hosting like parent player meetings and it's okay. their parents that walk in, right? Bro, I just I let it off the bat like right away. I, I look at the crowd. I'm like, all right. I bet a lot of you guys are looking at me and saying, hmm, this kid's old enough to be my son. <laughs> and then they I, they get a little chuckle. Right. Because, yeah. And then I'm like, and your chuckle confirms it. And then they get a little chuckle again. And yeah. then that kind of just like sets the tone where it's like, and I'm like, hey, well, I'm not old enough to be your son. It's like, <laughs> and then I, I'm like, I am old enough to be your son, but I'm not. Yeah. I was like, and I am coaching your daughters. I've been, then I go into like my little bit of my resume. And then after that, they're like, okay, he's a funny guy. Right he's got a resume. He knows what he's doing. Then they feel a lot more comfortable. That's yeah. just the way that I read the room, and that's how I start every player meeting. Do you think because because uh, it's a woman's sport, you kind of have to have a softer opening? Like, you know, like football, you could kick down the door and, listen up here, motherfuckers. Yeah, for real. Uh, do you think you kind of have to be a little more just, just, just opening so, like, they, like, you know, as a dad, yeah. I would think, like, okay, like, at, at some age, like, I understand how sports work, but I also know, like, you got to feel safe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is that kind of what it is? Is, is uh, more of a... I wouldn't even say soft, just like not, not, not soft is I a guess bad that, way. That's yeah. how I started my when I first and I've come a long way like from how I my coaching style when I first when I first came along. I'll get to that in a bit, but it's like my coaching style has changed so much over the years. Yeah. You know, so it's like the first year I came in I was a JV coach and I was like you know, I was like the soft coach, like, you know, kinda like, Hey, everything's gonna be okay, you know, type of and when I talked to parents that's kinda how it was. You know, yeah. but at the same time, bro, they don't want you to be soft. One thing I've learned is they just parents want information and that's it. They want you. They want. First of all, the parents don't want to be at this parent player meeting. Let's be honest. Oh, for sure. They don't want to be there. You know, their, yeah. their kid is trying out a new sport. So they're there. And uh, so I just try to be as informative as possible. Get the information out there. Say, here's the schedule. This is what we're sticking to. Yada, yada, yada. Here's all the paperwork, contact information. Yada yada, and then get them the hell out. Yeah, and then we get them out, and then parents are so happy because it's like, okay, he was informative. I know he's like, they're like, I know you're gonna like my daughter. I know you're gonna do whatever. You get into that motion shit with my daughter. Yeah, you know, and 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 the team, they're like, we know you're gonna be a good coach. We just want the information. We want to get out. You know. Hell yeah. So, well, you did better than me, man. I got I I didn't get. I didn't get fired, but I definitely got demoted, and then I was just like, well, fuck this. This ain't worth it. Yeah. But I coached for a year, and, like, like I didn't think I'd go into it with as much attitude as I probably did. But also, mm-hmm. like, like you remember you remember starting, like, middle school football, right? And they yeah. they baptize you immediately into what you're going to run for the next six years uh, Dude, if you they, stick it out. They handed us a playbook. Yeah, and it's the and same it playbook the, you get in high school. I still have the playbook from middle school, and I have the playbook from my senior year. Same thing? And it's the same. Minus, like, blocking yeah, schemes yeah. and everything. It's a little more but, simplified. Yeah, but everything's the same. Mm-hmm. Everything's the same. So we this was the first year they are implementing the option, and this was the first year that they were going to do it at a young young level. So yeah. so now you take kids who have been successful at a different fucking whatever scheme. Yeah. And now you bring them into here. You have to completely break down the idea. See, this is where I was like, fuck, this is a great idea. That 6th, that 7th and 8th grade, you yeah. knock out all the dumb shit. Yep. You, I mean, honestly, for the people who are committed, 
Yeah. You made it so much easier already getting into high school and just being like, this is what we're going to run. Be good mm-hmm. at it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So this was convincing them to do it, which apparently I didn't do not do a great job. But I was so into like like hustle. Like there was just – it was soft linemen and, and you would just see like no like attitude. And it was yep. like – it was like why? This is freshman season. It doesn't yep. matter. It's like yep. holy fuck like – like I remember at and least you were where at Forest Lake or North Branch? No, uh, I was at Centennial. Centennial. And and like you know, I guess I, you know, I I used to say like I got in trouble for saying this isn't daddy football, but they were just off of getting coached by all their dads, yeah. and they would say that to us. So yeah. like they go home and be like, they were saying this isn't your dad, but as they're going, my dad didn't. It's like no 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 no. Like I don't want to fucking hear what your dad has to do yep. with anything. Like, yep. but but of course it's never the same way. So and pop Warner no more. No, and that's you're what pop, I was kind of. Yeah, I should have said it like that. Yeah. But whatever, I'm an asshole, and and you know like we got to this Champlin game where you could just see they tanked it, and it, I you know it is what it is. It's 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 like I you know I I, I definitely probably got like a, a, a few fucks out. And like mm-hmm. you know, not needed, not needed at that level for sure, one hundred percent. Like I, I, Cold I little ninth grader. No, well, but I didn't do it to anybody's face or nothing. Yeah. But I'd be walking up the side, like going, "Fuck!" Yeah. Like come on, like come, like dude, I call this kid in for a play. He, I think, did I tell you this? I think we might have covered this on the last podcast. He fake shot a duck, and like it's not like oh he fake shot a duck. Like you've played football. He's in the back. He's like one of my best receivers. Mm-hmm. I go, I, you got to rotate him. I go, yeah. hey, man, I got to play for you. I, go, I got to bleep that out now. What time are we at? You got a pen in front of you? There's a, there's a pen. No, sorry. There's a pen right there in front of you. Uh, can you write down 120? Thank you, sir. I, I usually have one, too. I don't have it right now. I just wanted to remember. 120. <laughs> so, anyways, I tell that kid to come up here, and he fucking says... And like, okay, from from the back, he he sees me, understands. He then is looking up as he's walking through the players, sees a flock of ducks flying over the field. He then, as he's walking up to me, is <laughs> pointing this fucking gun, and I shit you not, he fucking times it, pumps shoots and then he looks at me and goes all right what's the play <laughs> and i said i said sit the fuck back down and like it was it was more or less like i watched you do that the entirety of the 5 yards you had to walk to me and it was like wh- what the fuck just happened like y- you know like like and it's not even like oh you got to run up to me and be like i'm so excited to play yeah. but it was just like the time waste that i just watched you practice shoot fake shooting a duck in the yeah. middle of a game was insane. I had a kid come up to me and goes, he said something was piped. And I go, what does that mean? He goes, you ever have a pipe shoved up your ass? And I went, I don't think I could have ever said this to my fucking freshman coach. And I just said, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do Dude, to you like, right just, now. Kids are just different now. Oh, like, it's, it's like, it's so, it's so different. Like, I commend you. The, I mean, the it, way, the way they just like talk to you. Yeah. And it's like, which, <laughs> which I guess is kind of like cool. Cause they don't see you like this authority authoritative figure like yeah for them. that there's a, blo- a, a yeah. barrier there that, but it's like and the, i don't ever want my kids to see me that like the kids that i call i don't want them to be like oh it's coach lopez oh, yeah. no but it's like i like i tell my kids i'm like hey listen before i'm your friend i'm your coach and i was like i will always be your coach first yeah i was like like i'm cool with you like goof goofing around like messing around but there's a level between respect and being best friends i was like i'm not your best friend yeah 
There has I'll to joke be. around with you, mm-hmm. but I respect you and you respect me. And that's it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but some of these kids just like, when I was coaching at, with, with the eighth graders, they'd come up and say some stuff and I'm like, what? And I'd look around at the coaches and they just look at me and be like, yeah. Yeah. What like, are you going to, yeah. I was like, what? I was like, I would have, even in eighth grade, dude, I would have never done that. Like, yeah. I mean, you say some things, and you're dumb. You're a dumb ninth grade, eighth grade. You're, you know, boy, whatever. Dude, but we said it under our breath yeah. as we were walking away. Yeah. Never to the coach. I, I hit, I hit, I hit, uh, Wickland with, uh, hey coach, you know the double D blitz. He goes, yeah, you know, thinking I'm gonna say something about football. I go, you should call it Pamela. And he just, he, that's one of those where you, just, he fucking, he, he sternly looked at me, smiled, and just turned away and went. It's called the double D blitz, and that's fucking it. Like you know, like that kind of shit. See, I can understand. Thing, though, Coach Wicklin was perfect, hands down. One of the, by far for me, like yeah, best experience of a coach that I've had. Uh, and I was never even coached by him, mm-hmm. but just like, or I never even had him as a teacher. Like just yeah. like his, anytime he was around, I wanted to work harder, not because he pushed me to work harder, but because I wanted to do it for him. Yeah. Oh, you know, he, and it's like. He was amazing, dude. We had him for two years, yeah. and he was he was a hell of a fucking guy, yeah. man. He wasn't – I mean, and it's just so crazy. Like, we were talking about earlier, like, like my whole – dude, I was uh, – I'll be complete – like, I, I've been coaching now for – I'm going on my ninth – ninth or – yeah, like, ninth year of coaching now. Oh, shit. Congrats, dude, man. I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. All nine of my years, I have been a shit coach. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, agreeing with you. I can I can imagine no, the I mean, self. I can imagine the self. The self. Uh, but it's like you, there's like you you go through these steps and you start learning more about yourself, who you are as a person. And like I'm reading this book called Inside Out Coaching. Mm-hmm. And like before I even read the book, I like kind of like I was like, you know what? I got to understand myself. Are you an introspective person? Yeah. Oh. So Have you much. always been, or is this something you learned? No, I always, I've always been. Even dude, when I read books, I mm-hmm. don't read like fantasies. I don't read sci-fi. Nothing. It's always a book to like help me be better. Okay. Like just because I'm so introspect, like mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want, like I, I'm always questioning myself. I'm always like, yeah, you know. So it's like I'm reading this book, and it's like, it's just like answering all this stuff that that I knew and that I was going through, and I'm just like, man. And it talks about. Uh, What's it called? There's transformational coaches and transactional coaches. Okay. Transactional coaches are coaches that they're, they're good coaches, but they say stuff and do stuff to get something out of you. Mm-hmm. It's not. Ne- it's never about you or the team. It's always. It's about the coach. Mm-hmm. And there's transformational coaches, who everything's about the team. Everything's about the player. Everything's about their success. You know, and like I'm reading this book and I'm just like, man, I've been a horse crap coach like these last nine years that I've been coaching and just like coming to realization of being like I, I could be and granted like I'm not like I don't go out on the field and just like yell and like yeah. all this stuff like whenever my voice raises like usually the kids are like oh coach Lopez has something to say but mm-hmm. even then like I'm just like I could have communicated that a lot better yeah you know yeah like I remember being in high school and just being com- like all of a sudden a coach starts yelling and just being confused and there's like confusion going on in my yeah. head and I and then, and then their reaction is pissed because your reaction is confusion. Exactly. Which to them it screams unprepared, but for you it's like, hold on, I need to get my fucking bearings. Yeah, here. I, like, I don't know what's going on, yeah. type of deal. And I'm just like, I'm seeing, and I'm just like, man, I just I need to learn to communicate better with mm-hmm. my players, you know, and w- with the team that I'm on. Like, I need to learn to do that. 
And it just like, dude, it's honestly like probably the best. I, I'm not a reader, but it's definitely one of the best books I've been reading right now. Yeah. And back to what I was trying to get at is like these nine years that I've been coaching, like I I didn't have training to be a coach. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. no one, no one kind of showed me the ropes. I kind of just went off what I learned and saw from other coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of that, that, uh, that parent thing where when you're a kid and you're like, Oh, when I'm a parent, I'd never say that to my kids. Yeah. And then you find yourself as a parent saying it to your kids. Oh my God. You know? And it's kind of the same thing. Like as a player, I'd always be like, man, if I was ever a coach, I'd never treat my players like this. And then I, then I find myself in situations where I don't, I don't say it exactly like they do, but I say things that's similar to how I was coached. And I sit there, I'm like, why the fuck did I just do that? Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like, it's like now I'm trying to take these these great examples of coaches, like Coach Wicklin is one of mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Coach Stewart. I love Coach Stewart. Like, yeah, dude's a G. Yeah, he was amazing. And uh, um, uh, Coach Bob. I don't know if you mm-hmm. were ever coached by Coach Bob. He was a wrestling coach. He was my uh, wrestling I coach. I remember him, yeah. Uh, when, I was, when I was in middle school and all throughout high school. And now he's like my best friend. Like okay. we literally we go to cigar shops, have a cigar. Fucking like, right. We'll sit down and have like wine. Like we we just chill, and it's like anytime we're he's like literally my best friend. Yeah. But I think I think of these three coaches, and I'm like, that's who I want to, uh, like mold my coaching. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. know, I want I want to take pieces from each coach, and mold my my, and then take that and make it my own. Yeah. And become a, a great coach where it's not. I I don't ever want my players to be like oh. He just coaches to get something out of us to, to get wins or to get championships. Like, no, that's not that's not why I do this. I, like, I really want my players to look at me like I look looked at Coach Wicklin. Okay, and, yeah. And see, be like, I'm not working hard because I'm trying to impress you. I'm working hard because I like you and you make me feel good as a player. Like, that's how I want my players to look at me one day. Right on. Be like, I'm not working hard because you're pushing me to work hard. I'm working hard because I know you love me. Right. And I'm just going to give it my all because I know you love me and you love the team that you coach. So that's that's where I'm trying to get as a coach. Right on. That's And it's been nine years. And after nine years, I'm just figuring it out, man. Dude, all I can tell you is we tried to do like, uh, like right, like why you like football. Like, yeah. and it was the worst decision we've ever done. I, I still, I'm, I don't know. If I ever fucking even read any of the letters, because they were, <laughs> I, as soon as I read two, I was like, "This is horseshit." Yeah. His kids were like, "I like football because my friends are in it." Yeah. And then it would be like that was your fucking paragraph that they sent in to like you know we were like hey like because it got bad right yeah dude like I'm just listening to you and it's like oh man like I did all this dumb shit my first year and it dude, just burnt like, me out like I was just done it's just crazy yeah no man that's that's fucking insane I I was in it for like I like this free swag. Yep. And uh, I, no, I really liked. I I thought it was gonna be fun, man. But it was just, it was just like, oh, like you got to really have kids like want to be Invested here. And if they really aren't, be there, yeah, yeah. And it, it's and and good on them, man. This was their senior year, and they started off pretty slow, yep. and they fucking killed it towards the end. Yep. So it's like somebody figured it out for them. See, and that's what I'm trying to get at, dude. As a coach, where I don't I don't want my girls to or my guys that I coach to ever come to practice because they have to be at practice, right? You know. I want them to feel so like accepted and know that, you know, the same goals they have is the same goals their coaches have. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's why they're there. They're there because, you know, they they actually love what they're doing, not just because it's like, oh man, I got to come to practice. Right. You know, and there's always that thing that we grew up and they're like, you got to tell yourself you don't have to go to practice. 
you get to go to practice. No, but it's still like I get to go to practice and uh, you gotta yeah. be at practice. Right. Like I, I truly want my players to say that one day and be like, no, I get to go to practice today and like feel confident saying that. Like, no, I love practice. I love the coaching staff. I love what we're doing, and mm-hmm. that's where I want to get as a coach. Yeah, dude. When you said like you can't believe you're friends with like your coach from high school, uh, I, I'm friends. Okay, so I fucking like interact with like my math teacher from high school like every once in a while. Rottenberg. Rottenberg. Yeah. Dude, uh, Dave Johnson was my fucking throws coach, and what you're talking about like wanting to go to practice, like, dude, I would show up to discus like skipping across the football field as like dudes are going like into into mini camp. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. You guys, <laughs> I'm going to go over here with Reams. We're going to go throw discus for another week. And, dude, it was just the best. We'd snack. We, he'd give us bullshit. He, we, he'd he let us fucking talk. Like, dude, was a fucking – dude, discus is the, one of the best fucking sports you can ever get into. Well, like, what would you guys do? You ran a lap to warm up and then bro, you start throwing? Dude, so they used to have some bullshit warm up for, like, prep days, like, game days, like, yeah. meets where you have – it was, like, a solid workout. Yeah. Me and Reem – Dude, I miss Reem so much. We fucking used to run around the lap, and like as like we came around that 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 to make it a full lap, yeah. we darted behind the bleachers every time, and we'd like get that because if you got your lap in quick, you could get out to the middle of the field and stretch early. And the coaches weren't there yet. Dude, we'd wait until they were crossing the track. We'd dart and just go fucking like hide out, man. We'd go hide out in the school. We'd go hide out like behind this hill or something. And like never do the fucking warm up. Because throws weren't for another three hours. Like yeah. it had no business. It didn't. It was. At the end of the day, it's a team thing. And yeah, we probably should have. But no, no, nah, no fuck no. It track was, is not a team sport. No, it's it, it. Well, it is because you you all gain points. I mean, yeah, it's all. But let's be honest. Yeah. Like, you like you're not going to state as a team unless you're running the four by one. Yeah, very true. You know what I'm saying? Very or, true. Or like, some did you do sort track? Of, some sort of dude. I tried to do track, and then I figured out I was like, I was like, oh, I'm quick. And then I figured out that I was quick but not fast. Okay. No, there's a difference between being quick. Yeah. I could go ten yards real fast. Yeah, yeah. Real, yeah. real quick, but I can't go forty yards fast. Right. You know. And then a hundred doesn't go. And then a hundred is just like, see you guys, like I'm gonna chill back here. And my first hundred yard dash, that's when I found that out. Like I busted out the gates, and I was just like, I looked around, and no one was around me. I was like ten yards, fifteen yards, like no one is around me. All of a sudden. All these kids just start woof, woof, woof. Like, and I'm like, all right, that is where I found out that I'm quick. You know, I got the turbo to get off, but I, I don't got the endurance to keep it going. Ugh. What was the best? Best? What was the like best time you could run in your life? Dude, I ran a five flat in high school. That was that was the fastest. Really? That was the fastest. What, time I what about long distance? Like, what was your best? Like, like, did you ever do a four hundred or anything? I mean, I know that's a pain in the ass. No, no. Dude. like what I was think, your mile honestly, time? Honestly, dude, the best mile time I've ran is probably now as a grown up, where like I'm actually warming up and or like actually working out and actually want to see improvements. Yeah, I think the the best mile I ran, so when I was real fat, I ran a mile in like it was like 15 minutes. Nice. Like, I could not do it. That's all right. And as I kept working at it and working out, like the fastest mile I ran was, what was it was 8:15. Holy shit. It was my fastest mile, and I was so proud of that. That's not bad for a regular day guy. Yeah. You know? I was just like 8.15. I was like, okay. But I was like cooking. Like, I was just yeah. like going. Ugh. My heart hurts thinking about trying to run like what I used to in high school. Like 10th, 10th, I don't know, 10th, I don't know, it was 10th or 11th grade, something like that. Uh, 5.36. 
Jeez. But now, I'd be 15 minutes, and I'm not shitting dude, you, dude. Dude, that's like full-on sprint, like... Yeah, that's now. Now it's like full on sprint. That's like, that's ridiculous that I even was able to do that. Like, yeah. like I used to run like a four hundred and like a eight hundred, and yeah. that was all before like ninth grade. And then I realized, fuck you guys and your yeah. fucking ninth and eight. Yeah, fuck no, I couldn't do the sprinter workouts, I man. When I was TS done. Was doing, he joined track and I mean, if that kid, I, I want to see that kid join track. That would have been funny. He was in track for I think it was like a week, and then all of a sudden the track went out, and I saw him inside lifting. I was like, bro, what happened? He's like, bro, they had a sprint in. I was like, why the fuck am I doing this to myself? He's like, he's like, I quit it and I just decided to come lift. But fuck I, yeah, you gotta really love like doing that to do it. You yeah. know, there is no, there's nothing like, oh, I'm gonna catch a ball and run. Yeah. I'm gonna kick this ball. You just are hopping some cleats on your fucking feet and you just go run straight and then yeah. I'm done. That I'm. Like, that was it. You really it. gotta be motivated as a high schooler to want to yeah. succeed in track. Like, yeah, and I get it. Like seeing like yourself get faster and seeing yourself get like i get mm-hmm. that but like me like i always needed a purpose like if yeah. someone said all right go run as fast as you can i'm like for what like is this a race right like what am i running at but it's like yo go chase that ball down and you better win it like it's like that's okay, an easier I concept got, to like, grab yeah it's an easier concept for me it's like yeah. okay i'm gonna take off then and no one's gonna take that ball for me right i always joke that uh if you gave me a solo sport i'd be the chillest like worst athlete because i would just be like i don't give a fuck yeah. Like, I, you know, I get competitive, but, like, there are also times where I'll be like, I could give a fuck it's less. It's kind of like wrestling, dude. Like, Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have done well. Because, but but when you put the team aspect into it, I go, okay, I, I'm not going to be the fucking asshole. You know, like, I hate to doing that. To go out that. and get pinned and right. the team points, yeah. I don't, I, or, like, you know, like, like in one-on-ones, I get my shit rocked, go to team. I don't want to be the asshole who drops the fucking pass because that yeah. means nobody gets a fucking pass. Yeah. Same thing, you know, exactly what you're talking about where it's like, and discus was something else, but it's easy enough that if you fuck it up, it's like, I can control that. Yeah. You know, it's all motion and shit, you yeah. know, wrestling is, that's got to be fucking insane. I, I wouldn't have fucking. Bro, I tried throwing disc and shot put too. Oh, really? I, I was decent at shot put. Yeah. I couldn't, shot throw, put makes I sense. couldn't throw a disc to save my life. Yeah, you're I not got built these tiny for... little like. Not, not, not only do I have tiny hands, but these tiny little arms. It's right, like, the wingspan, and, and you're not a tall guy. Yeah, yeah it's just like, I'm not tall. Like, I'm not, like, built like these. Like, these other dudes are coming out and just, like, sailing this thing. And I'm like, oh. mine would be like, and just, like, fall. Dude, I still follow a girl named Maggie, Maggie Ewing. Dude, yeah. she's an Olympian. She fucking threw at St. Uh, Saint Francis, and she would show up. And she would, she was hucking this thing 187 feet in high school. Like, Red- and a girl's discus doesn't but change. I bet she was just like built, like not like Dude, built strong, thick. but just like she's thick, tall, like thick, like just like long wingspan, just like big girl, like like five eleven, six foot. Yeah. Now she's thinned down into like adult body, but yeah. like at high school, she just had powerful body. Like she wasn't, she was like a hot thick, like 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 what you would see as like an athlete who like hasn't figured out like. Like you got to grow up just a little more before your your adult you know your body's all yeah. there. But like this chick was bombing them, and like now, I mean, I can't imagine what you know. She went to like ASU, I think. Yeah. Where it's like okay, like you got coached by like Olymp, and like this was like when you'd go to a, a track camp, and she was there, you would instantly see like the teacher was like, oh, you're very good. Oh, okay, Maggie. Well, we need to like it was a complete difference yeah. in how she approached like this chick because she yep. knew anything she does to this chick will affect her chances yep. to like do shit. Yep. I mean, and this chick was incredible, which is why I still follow her. Which is like you know, 
but um it did yeah disc it, but 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 she had like fucking thunder thighs for legs to be able to push that thing up and just, just push sail. dude yeah and like for me i was all form i and no hips and there was a dude named bryce johnson from blaine and dude could just get in there with the worst form most explosive fucking hips of all time and this thing just boom like one of them takes off and just goes like reem was Dude, the my same hips way have never been explosive never ever, i d- ever in my life have they ever been ex- not even when i'm putting my pants on have they been explosive Ella, have you tried to do that tiktok dance where it's like bing 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 you know what i'm talking about no, where it's the two it's the two chicks and like they're kind of da- dancing they're bouncing oh, yeah, yeah. and then they start like there's like a it's like a asian-y bing bong bing bing bong bong and it's like this whole like kind of like upbeat like yeah. rhythmic song and uh and the two chicks were Asian, that's why I said it. But but it's like I, I, I tried doing that with my hips and it there's it looks so gross. Like I mean I could my my hips can move, but oh. like as far as them being like you know, being explosive. Yeah. Nah. For a guy with two kids, man, I don't have any explosivity in my fucking <laughs> hips. <laughs> I'm gonna use that as the fucking drop into the <laughs> podcast, man. Uh shit. How long you how, just so I don't feel bad, how long you, uh, you wanna go I for? It's nine sixteen. So we've probably oh, got sixteen. Probably got an hour. Yeah, we got an hour and forty-one minutes in. Yeah, I mean, we could close it up at nine thirty if you want. Yeah, that works out. And then get home, wash my dishes, bro. I feel like an old man now. Like I get home, I wash my dishes, and then I pack my lunch for the next day. That's all right though. You know, that that's a good way to I, I do make it. Make my smoothie and everything. Yeah. And that way, it's all ready for the morning. Do you set the coffee maker and all that? No, dude. No, I, dude. I was like super like. So before this year even started, like, dude, I was drinking co- so much coffee, mm-hmm. like just like s- drinking way too much. Yeah. And I started this year and I was like, you know, what? I'm not going to drink coffee. I was like, I am going to drink coffee, but not until I drink like a water, three, like three, like three of the, like the blender bottles that I have. I'm okay. Like, Once I drink three, then I can have one. Right but, on. Like, like I'll drink three of them. And then I feel like I'm already energized. Like I'm already good to go. Like I've already got up i've ran a mile i've had three things of water i have had my shake Fuck and you. by that time i'm just energized like i'm I, just I like can't. i don't i don't need coffee anymore damn you dude it's uh, fuck man you <laughs> fuck your life is much better than mine dude it's, it's not even much better it's just it's just i don't take care of my body for shit anymore man like to hear you say like oh, i got up for a mile and like i had to drink three dude my first like the only thing I the eat. The first thing that touches my tongue is coffee. Dude, it's coffee. And here's the thing is, I, I'm terrible. I didn't have a mom who really preached breakfast, so I'm not a yeah. breakfast guy. I used to eat cookies before school, and that's dude, what same. she used to give me. I ate Oreos and milk before going to school. Sweet Martha's, dude. Anytime we were coming into school, I'd have Sweet Martha's going into the school week. So my mom would just give me like five of them, put them on a little plate, cook them up, and then that was my breakfast. Yep. Dude, terrible, terrible. But uh, so I just don't have this like appetizing thing. So in the morning, I wake up at 5, 5.30, drink an entire pot of coffee. I go to work. Um, most likely won't eat until I come home, and sometimes I won't eat until like now. So like today I came home and like killed some like we made pulled pork yeah. a couple couple weeks ago or a couple not a couple weeks ago a couple days ago that's that would absolutely dude it's be, all that coffee that you had that's keeping oof. you going dude it, well and then it's like at what point am I in, anxi- anxious because I'm an anxious person or am I doing this because all I, I have is fucking coffee food. and like no water and, and no shit food, no water yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll bring, I'll get water now. Like now, I'll go to like Holiday and get like a liter or something. Yeah. But like my water consumption is so fucking terrible. You Dude, know, I, I had to like when I'm working, it's at the best. Like, cause I'm at work, like I'm drinking water, I'm moving around, so it's like I'm constantly drinking water. Yeah. But if I'm sitting at home, I have to 
like remind myself, oh, go drink water. Yeah. Go drink water. Go drink water. But I get the seltzer water pretty good, but people tell me that's not the same. No, dude, you just gotta drink that plain old H two O, man. Uh, speaking about it, water boys on, bro. Yeah, no shit. I, <laughs> water I, I, boys on. Yeah, that's a perfect segue. The the water. So I, you can't play anything uh, like real. I don't know live. I don't know how the fuck I'm. Like I said, I don't know how I'm get not getting sued for the intro, but you can't play anything that would be heard in the background. I mean, I guess I could turn it on at parts, yeah, but no, I get it. But uh, it's kind of like YouTube. Like they, yeah, they monopolize or what, if they, you use anyone else's yeah, video or something, video or someone's music or something like that. That's what I did though. I just went in and fucking used. I just went and found like clips of my favorite things and just recorded those off my iPad. They're listening right now. They're like, we're about to get this asshole. I just think I'm not on YouTube, but soon here, like, like I said, like I'm trying to figure out if it's worth me doing cameras first and getting like this to be able to be able to be watched. Yeah. Or if I want to get my just, setup. Like, an iPhone. Yeah. Well, Dude, I have like, the iPad that I could and I yeah. could stream it, but. Dude, even like get a new iPad. Like you could record video mm-hmm. on like the new iPhones and iPads. Yeah. Like, 4K. Yeah, this one's an AirPad too. I don't know if I can. Yeah. I don't know if that has it, but yeah, I get what you're saying for sure. But it just like like I just learned this the other day, and I was taking a video, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the?" F-? I was like, "This is so crisp. Like this, it looks like I just filmed it like on a professional camera." Yeah. Now you have to be able to stream in 4K, so it doesn't really at that point. Oh, yeah. That's you know true. what I'm saying? No offense. Not to kill it. Not to kill buzz in there. I'm kill my vibe in, there. In my head though, I'm thinking like, man, that'd be oh, that doesn't work. Like, yeah. no, that's the whole thing too. Is I have to understand all that shit, and, and that's the you know, um, going live is one thing where it's like I don't have any of the broadband or width or or anything to do that yeah. on my own. So it's like I have to like do it through like YouTube or yeah. or you know like Instagram Live or something. Um, but that's that's kind of my main platform. So maybe that's what it would be. Is is in Instagram live, but I just feel like, I feel like such a douche. Like Dude, even like TikTok, like you could do a TikTok thing where oh, you, yeah. you post like, like segments of like, what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I uh, suppose your talks. And then every now and then you go live and people just tune in and watch you talk. See, this is why I need like somebody who's good at marketing. Cause like I, and not random 16 year old to hit me up. <laughs> Hey man, I'll mark you your throwback. stuff. Fuck hell yeah, man. No, I just like because I'm not into like I don't know how to make shit. Like all my shit is like bare bones, like cavemany, like editing, you know. And that's part of the bit of the show too. But it's also like I'd like to look like semi professional. Like dude, I could if somebody gave me a, a thirty second radio ad, I I would put money down that in the hour. I could hit it on thirty seconds and I could do it all in one take. Yeah, I could fuck up a lot in that hour. But there's this thing where I'll cuss myself out so bad, slap myself. And have you ever seen like Will Ferrell uh, in Old School, where yep. he where he like takes a sip of water, busts out that like three minute answer that wows everybody in the audience, and then he's like, "Yeah, I blacked out. What happened? Yep. Like that's dude, that shit happens. Like for a guy who barely passed high school, I'll pop it into my head and be you're like, in the zone. That's yeah. why. Well, and I enjoy it, man. It is actually fun. But like I I joked with somebody the other day. Um, for five years now, 14,000 hours of podcast, if you averaged it out to Jeez. what my, what, what my average of a day was. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's not even like, Oh, I've listened to so many. It's just like, I have this idea of like what these should be because I listen to dudes that are all similar formats. Yeah. So in my head it was like, well, of course that's the style I want to start with. I don't know where it's going to go, yeah. you know, but but I like the idea of bringing a guest in and talking to him and, and getting to know him, but not yeah. being so crude in an interview setting, which is, you know, 
people of celebrity, I have a problem with that. But I'm also trying to not be like their buddy because I don't know if they fucking act like that, you yeah, know? that's true. But, but also, like, that's, I feel like, how you get to be friends with somebody. You don't get to be friends with somebody by being like... Asking them interview questions. Do you, did you like in 98 when it's like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. like, you know? But, but, so yeah, man, I don't know. That was a tangent. I apologize. Bro, that's part of this, part of the... <laughs> What's it called of your uh, Fifty well, Shades? I was about to say broadcast, uh, podcast. Part of the podcast, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, that's why it was Fifty Shades. Is you never know what the fuck it's gonna happen. You know, it's like, and it's not to be like, oh, this is a wild, stupid show. But it's like, yeah. it, Sometimes, man. Like I said, I never would imagine I talked to kidpreneurs, but it's like, all right, I'll give them a shot. Like, I, dude, there's times that I go, I need a shot. So it's like, fuck it, like. What's the worst that can happen? You yep. know, like I said, it was like, it's not going to be a popular episode. It's going to be very weird if you hear it out of context. But it was... People a, are going to hear this and be like, yo, what were they talking about? And at what point did it make any sense? None of it. It's just a bunch of random shit. But these are the best podcasts I love, man. Like, I love when I get somebody in here that I could just ramble with. Yeah, you could just talk to. Yeah. It'll be like the ending of uh, Billy Madison, where he's like, none of that made sense. And may God have mercy <laughs> on your soul. At no point in in, in what in, you said, coherent something, yeah. something, yeah, yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your exactly. soul, dude. So what I want to do is, I did that. I was telling you in the beginning. Um, I I had that podcast going with uh, my my two buddies. Um, I don't know if I can get them to do it. I might have I might have been an asshole enough to not <laughs> not want them to do it anymore. Yeah. Like, or they don't want to do it. But uh, I want to bring it back just for that. I want to bring like like a Billy Madison like that shit into it. Like all self deprecating. Like because the the show was called The Upper Poor, so obviously it was poking fun at the fact that like yeah. like we're just regular dudes in society. So I want to bring that back, but only because I want to make a brand new intro for it. And you know, dude, like, I'm sure Joey would. That'd be something he'd do, dude. I'm I like I said. The hard part is like uh, getting people like in because like Skype works, but like it it it. it it only works so far, and like now, I think it's a little better because like everyone's in studio, like actually doing stuff. It, yeah. I hope now people will come back in studio more. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little easier for people who obviously like live in like the the area and stuff. Yeah. But you know, I used to be able to get people from Minneapolis down, and now it's kind of like, eh, and I don't blame anybody. You know, I I know I'm it's like, Corona. Uh, Thirty five minute drive. Uh, I don't think. I... I'm gonna, but like travel kits and shit or something yeah. that like are on my mind now, like. I'm gonna definitely do that, so that way all I'd have to do is pack up the mics if I have to, and and uh, dude, have an extra iPad. board. There you go. Well, and that's the thing you can get them where like if you can get that Bluetooth shit, you it downloads the app to there, and then you can you can like set all your mics off your iPad. Yeah. So there wouldn't be any of me having to be like over here twisting and shit. It'd just yeah. be like it'd be like auto tune, auto tune. How's he sound? Perfect. All Perfect. right, let's go. But like I said, I want to be able to run headphones so that way you can hear it and. You know, you kind of understand the difference yeah. of where your voice is, and and uh, yeah, because even right, like I've been like swaying back and forth, and I'm just like, I don't like, am I good? Am I not good? Am I good? Am I not good? No, you're good. As long as you're, I mean, I know it sounds really. That's why I have the microphone cover there. Um, but as long as you're like relatively close and project your voice, it'll pick up. But that's again the fun thing about this is is it's I'm still fucking broke, so like I'll pick <laughs> up a I'll pick up a mic when I can, but like. I don't have like the Dude, best. You had a third mic now, or did you have a third mic before? We, we've always had because we had third mics when when you were because me, Angel, and you. Yeah. But I I had four. I had five at one point, and then uh, so my buddy uh, Eric's uh, he came on the podcast. It's Waterwave TV. He started his own uh, music brand, right? It's a, not a music brand, but it's a music. Uh, 
like he has a studio in the basement. Yeah, like music production. Um, but he but he sells uh he sells clothing out of a store off Como Ave in yeah. uh in uh in Minneapolis. And it's and it's a hip hop kind of a store. You know, he's got graffiti on the walls, and it's all Minnesota brands. But he sells like used jerseys and stuff, yeah. and shoes in the back that are all wrapped up in limited edition. And oh dang, yeah, man. And then whoa, whoa, whoa. what's the name of that store? Waterwave. Yeah, yeah. So someone else says they know the guy that works there. Yeah, man. He's got. A, he looks just like me with a longer beard and, and bald head. Uh, if I take this cap off, I got a bald head. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, man. Right, it's, it's it's the white guy thing, man. But uh, no, he, he so I, he came in and did the podcast, and it was great. And now he's got like his own room set up for like podcasts. He's got his own room set up for like uh, the green the green wall and shit, so yeah. you can add in your own edits and shit. Yeah. And he's got a YouTube following and Waterwave TV, man. It's it's cool shit. And he all does a lot of work with like Minnesota rappers and and, and all that. And and yeah, he, to check that out. They promote the shows show. and shit, dude. Yeah. Like. He quit school for it. It was it was cool, man. It was, it was a fun story to hear. But like that's kind of the fun shit about the, the podcast. Like we were talking about yeah. maybe maybe getting your buddy on. Uh, um, you yeah, know, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll de- three nows, yeah. I'll definitely fucking. I mean, uh, hey, hit him up. Like yeah. I'm sure he'd love to come on here and just like promote the brand. Promote the brand, and well, he's very entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial. Okay. Like, so he'll he'll like come on. And, I mean, this is the stuff he loves. Like he loves talking about. Like the brand, he loves talking about how he built the brand and like how he came about, like, yeah, just like you know, to where he's at now. So right on. I'm, I'm sure that that'd be a good show, dude. Even if you want to, you obviously have an open invite whenever you want to come on. But if it helps to have you come on with him, you're obviously more than welcome to come back on, man. Yeah, I mean, hit him up. Be like, hey, Giovanni said he even come with you. Yeah, and we could just do something here. Hell yeah, man! I'm always interested in like how that shit starts because like I'm I'm trying to figure out how to get stickers started, like. That's uh, that's the dude's sticker, and he gave me he he oh, said right. yeah. st- stickers are a great idea because they're easy enough, and people if it's a cool enough idea where it's like, I no, just got a cool enough sticker, people buy it. Yeah, and I got a I got a great little logo from somebody who gave me some free work for uh, you know just for promo. Yeah. And uh, I said that's a perfect sticker, dude. Throw your throw your tag on it so that way you get noticed, and yeah. and if it works, it works. I'll just hand them out to fucking everybody. Yeah. Um, but I got to figure out where the fuck to get stickers. So like in my head, I'm already being like. How the fuck do you start a clothing business? <laughs> like, where the fuck do you start being like? like I'm you, trying to start a sticker business. Right? Do you just do you buy a bunch of Hanes and start drawing on them and then like just sell them off that way? Like, I you know what I'm no, saying? No, that's the thing with his clothing, dude. He is so like, ever since he started making clothing, yeah. it's everything's cut, cut, cut to thread. Like it's like, quality. It's quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. He's not buying stuff in bulk. Yeah. And then just slapping his logo on there. Like right on. Everything is like, he he sends the the. Uh, what's it called? The person that gives him the clothes. Oh my! I'm like blinking right now. Uh, his provider okay. for, for his clothing and yeah. everything. Like he'll he'll send him the measurements. Be like, hey, this is how I want these sweatpants made. How I want this sweatshirt, these shirts. Like so, everything's like like I said, like cut to thread. Like everything's like exactly how he wants it. Right on. So no, I'll, I'll message him tonight for sure, man. I appreciate it. it. Fuck yeah, man. Well, right. dude, I appreciate you letting me come on. Or not letting me come on. Fuck. Oh, I appreciate coming you on coming nothing. on. <laughs> I, I appreciate you letting me fucking ramble why I have you uh, in here, man. I always feel bad if I get on a tangent where it's like oh, no, I brought you in here to talk, not me. Dude, hey, like you said, we're just on here talking in the, like Fifty Shades of Boucher. You don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. Right. Well, I like that, dude. The, the random shit is what I love, too, because like, you, you, if you can keep it rolling, it's like – like if if you're listening, it's like okay, well next topic. Oh shit! Why the fuck did they yeah, go with the like, aliens? Oh, how, how'd they do that? Right now they're talking about respect. Like what do you? What, <laughs> how the, what the fuck? 
<laughs> but uh, no, man, thank you for coming on. I, no, of uh, course, man. I, hey, I had a blast last time I was here. Yeah. And it's been the same right now. So Right. Room changed a little bit, but I'm hoping the atmosphere bit. was the same. Uh, anything you want to plug? Your, your Instagram, if you're going to Yo, sell roofs next summer? Just want to plug. Yeah, actually, yeah. Plug. Uh, well, first of all, I want to plug three nows. You know, if you haven't got it yourself, your uh, Christian athleisure. Make sure you get out there. Check out three nows clothing. Uh, founder's my best friend. Hey, you're going to love this stuff. Uh, second of all, you need a new roof on your house. All right, and uh, hit, hit your boy up. Your your boy's a, a licensed inspector now, so I can hop up on that roof, inspect your roof, and then we can get you a brand new roof for the price of your deductible. Damn. Get you a $10,000 roof, $20,000 roof for the price of your deductible. So if your deductible's 1000 bucks, you can pay 1000 bucks for a brand new roof. Can't beat that. Do, Can't uh, beat that. Where, where do they reach you at? Uh, just hit me up on Instagram. Uh, it's, I don't even know what my Instagram is. This is Giovanni Lopez underscore. All right, gotcha. Yeah. That'll just work. I'll tag it too. And then, or, or Facebook, just Giovanni Lopez, and yeah, yo, we'll get out there and, uh, and yo, we'll inspect some roofs once <laughs> the snow's gone. Hell yeah, man! All right, I appreciate it, sir. All right, homie.